With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So NBC runs this segment where they basically say, it's Matty Hassan, he's like, if the neo-Nazi faction of the GOP expands in November, we may look back on this, a pivotal moment when a petulant and not so bright billionaire bought one of the most influential messaging machines and handed it to the far right. It's a ridiculous thing to say, but of course, NBC is a ridiculous network. And Elon Musk responds by basically going off and then questioning why it is that we didn't get the client list for Maxwell and Epstein. And I'm just like, oh, this dude's losing it. And then Elon goes, are they, why are they writing my suicide story already? And I'm like, yo, this dude is going (laughs) off. It's going to be fun. We got to go through this and talk about it. We got a bunch of other stories too, though. Got a bunch of like weird cultural stories because one of the big things that's been in the news with Elon Musk talking about the left going too far left is now you've got these leftists who are like, but we nominated Joe Biden and he's a moderate, he's a centrist. And it's just like, dude, Joe Biden says, affirm your kids. Like that's a huge departure from where Barack Obama was in 2008 when he was opposing gay marriage. So we got to talk about that. Diesel prices are the highest they've ever been. So expect your paycheck to not go that far and for prices to hurt a whole lot. And uh, we got we got a whole bunch of stuff. Ho- hopefully we'll get to all of it. We have this uh, story from the New York Times where they're trying to defend a book that was in public schools oh. depicting, uh, let's just call it adult activities mm. for children. And when the right got mad and they were like, hey, we kind of don't want these images in our libraries for kids just find the New York Times runs a story saying it's just a bunch of like extremist far right, you know, homophobes or whatever. And I'm like, dude, if if not wanting kids to be exposed to this stuff is far right, then I don't know what that means for this country because these leftists who are pushing this stuff are not in the majority, but they 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 make you think they are, and then the people in the media just play this up. So we're gonna get into all that stuff. Joining us to talk about all this is Danny Polishchuk. Hello, how are you doing? Who are you, good sir? I am a, a comedian. I host a podcast with Ryan Long called The Boys Cast, and I host a call-in show called Low Value Mail. Every M A I L every Tuesday night at nine o'clock, and you. Some people might know me as the deranged uh, employee of Twitter. I'm sure there's some person right now watching this goes, "Hey, isn't that that crazy guy who works at Twitter?" <laughs> so and yeah, there's a there's a thing you posted. Yeah, well, I had literally <laughs> two hundred thousand people who thought I actually worked for Twitter. Wow, wow. really? It was almost it was like obviously a green. That's screen. hurtful. Yeah. I. That's what I thought. I thought that was very <laughs> obvious that this is Pose a green law, screen. Dude. I said my name was Tony Fernandez because I always picked uh, former Toronto Blue Jays for every sketch I do <laughs> is the name. And so and then people were like they were it says Tony Fernandez and they're like Danny jokes. I can't go. Why don't you quit if you don't want to work at Twitter? I'm like, I said my name was Tony Fernandez. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess we'll just have to talk about that. So, uh, we also have Seamus. Seamus. Yeah, I can relate. There, there was a while ago on the show where Tim said, what do you, how do you define like racist or something? And I said, Trump supporter, which if anyone knows Ooh. anything about it is obviously a joke. Ooh. And there are people in the chat like, I can't believe, I thought, yeah. I, I can't believe Seamus hates Trump. I was like, what? oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm Seamus Coughlin. I make cartoons at a channel called Freedom Tunes. So y'all should go check them out. And by the way, Low Value Mel, that is a brilliant I name know, right? for a call. Shout out to Hilarious. Female Dating Strategy mm-hmm. for that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's up, everybody? Ian Crossland here. I got a uh, Tim got got me this actually. This is pizza Labradorite. I wanted to show you. So hard to see. Oh, whenever I, I see, whenever I see rocks, I just think of Ian. Look yeah. at this. It's got this Labrador essence. Lydia yeah, just pulled up. Just looked it up. It's an effect where you can see kind of almost see through the Labradorite. So cool. Yeah, man, this is it's excellent. An expensive sphere. <clears throat> Other than that, uh, I got nothing else. So, um, <laughs> just elaborate to show a us. New, a new rock to show <laughs> a new us. Rock yes. to show us. It's like show and tell with you. I'm going to roll the 100-sided die. Let's find oh, out. Let's see what we got. Ooh. What do we got? 70. So, oh, not Up bad. against the not Labradorite. Bad. Oh, nice. Well, Seven a, zero. That is a strong start. Earlier tonight, we were learning about Labradorescence. Apparently, that is a thing that I did not know about. I also love Labradorite. It is beautiful. You guys should check it out. It doesn't look anything like it does here on the show. It looks way better in real life. Well, all right. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com and become a member because as a member, you will be supporting our journalists. We're, we just hired a journalist recently. We're going to be hiring a couple more columnists. We're taking more columns, more opinion pieces. We are expanding. And you'll get access to exclusive segments from this show, the TimCast IRL Members Only Podcast, Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. And we're also going to do just a whole bunch of other stuff. I, I can't say too much because if we give away our plans for our culture jamming strategies, then uh, you ruin them. But if you liked what we did with the billboard in Times Square, you're going to love what we've got planned for this summer because because of your support as members allowing us to do this stuff, we've got a, we've got some we've got some uh news cycle setting plans. And when I say we, just I can't reveal who, but uh talking to some masterful trolls about what can we do to send a message that's good marketing that also challenges the establishment and asserts our presence and will just trigger uh, trigger these uh, blue checkies. So we got some plans. It's going to be fun. So thank you all so much for making this possible to dream come true. And I'm going to really enjoy what we have coming up the next few months. So uh, don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. And uh, let's get into this first story with a big shout out to Elon Musk. <laughs> we have this clip. Tom Elliott posted to NBC's Mehdi Hassan saying, if the neo-Nazi faction of the GOP expands in November, we may look back on this as a pivotal moment when a petulant and not so bright billionaire casually bought one of the most influential messaging machines and just handed it to the far right. The first thing I have to do is point out anybody who calls a billionaire not so bright. Insane. It, I know. It's just not so bright. Like, come on. Well, the question is, why aren't you a billionaire? It's easy. Yeah. yeah idiots can do it. The Go guy, ahead and try. Please. The guy is I would love to see it. Rockets into space <laughs> and then landing them on like islands that are a little larger than the rocket. He's, He's the, also self-made. I, I, for the most part, he had sold PayPal for to make his first big chunk of money. He risked everything to make Tesla. Yeah. But, he, but he had white skin while doing oh, it. Yes. Yeah. He's but, but, I mean, his family's rich. Oh yeah. I no, I'm like, sure. Look, look. Not, but hold on. I, I know a lot of kids whose stuff. families were rich and instead they went to art school and didn't get a job. Yeah, most of them <laughs> so have fentanyl addictions. If, right? if, yeah. if you can be an idiot and become a billionaire just because your parents were rich, it's so easy. Why aren't these people able look, to do it? When they call Trump an idiot, I'm like, I mean, brash maybe, but the dude turned a million dollars into a billion dollars. I mean, you gotta, that, that's, you gotta be smart to do also, it. Also, the, the idea that you could just have a million dollars and become a billionaire like that, or it's, it's not the case. Yeah. But the funny thing is, we're talking about Elon Musk, and you mentioned with the rockets. He's like the first guy to land a rocket upright back on a platform, and it's like this tremendous feat. He lowered the cost of rocketry like tenfold or a hundredfold, and he's making space travel infinitely cheaper. He's got Starlink, low latency satellites, and they're like, what an idiot. (laughs) His political views are wrong. He's an idiot. Also, if, if having rich parents sets you up for success, and it's just a guarantee you walk into it, explain Hunter Biden. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but let's be real. I mean, 
defines I mean, he's success. making money too. I mean, he's Hunter got, Biden's making sure some money too. I, mean, too. I, yeah. I spent six hundred fifty thousand dollars on a painting of his, so I don't know. Oh my, yeah. Well, look, I mean, yeah. craftsmanship well, is craftsmanship, yeah. and you have to reward good work. Well, let, let's let's talk about what uh, what Elon says. So Elon Musk responds with. NBC basically saying Republicans are Nazis. Oh. He then says, same organization that covered up Hunter Biden laptop story Ooh. had Harvey Weinstein's Ooh. story early and killed it and built Matt Lauer his rape office. <laughs> Lovely oh, people. Oh, That's God's a low fire. blow, Elon, on the rape it. office. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, I am retweeting this. This is amazing. <laughs> Yo, Elon is unleashed. You know what? This is what I've been, I've been wanting to see, right? I, I've always asked myself this. Go, when I was when I was younger, I'm like, there's so much going on in the world that people complain about. Where are these billionaires to just do anything? I mean, seriously, anything. Like, what, what did Oprah do? She people got mad at Oprah because she she had this big event on uh, Michigan Avenue in Chicago, where there's like a helicopter shot of all these people in an audience watching a musical performance. But then all of a sudden, all the people start doing a choreographed dance, and you realize they're all paid actors. Oof. And people got mad because they were like. If you were going to do a show, do a show, but this is all one big setup. I remember seeing it and thinking, like, that's what they do with their money? Yeah. They just get a bunch of dancers to dance in the street? Where are the billboards saying, like, screw this guy and F this? Or, like, I'm mad about that. <laughs> like, very rarely. So now you get Elon Musk. Matt Lauer's rape office. Yes. Yo. But check this out. Pope of Muscanity says, it says it all. That we heard more about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock than we heard about Ghislaine Maxwell's trial. Mm. It is also interesting that the account tracking the Maxwell trials got uh, Maxwell trial got banned when it gained traction. Lovely people indeed. And then Elon Musk says, "Where is their client list? Shouldn't oh, at least one of them go down?" And then, hey, why are they already <laughs> writing my suicide story, dude? I, I, uh, that last one strikes a little bit too uh, real because there's no way. They're going to, like, the powerful elites, massive corporations, politicians, what are they going to do? Sit back and let a rogue billionaire just go off? I think you answered your question, why we don't see more billionaires calling people out. Oh, because right. you, be, you basically paint a bullseye on your forehead if you do that. The world is a dark, dangerous place. And if you cross the wrong people, man, that's it. I was going to say, that. I mean, if you were a billionaire who was just okay with it all ending, this would be the coolest possible way to go out. True. After Grimes left him, he was just like, I don't care anymore. He starts just going off. Oh, it's Elon, like, Elon, it gets better, all right? <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. Hang in there, man. Did you guys ever you see Bullworth? No. no, it's that movie where the politician hires an assassin. Warren Beatty, Warren Beatty right? Yeah. You know what it is? He hires a guy to kill himself. Oh but, my! So then he's just like drinking and doesn't care anymore. Starts telling the truth, and everyone loves it. Hmm. And then he doesn't want to die, and he's like freaking out. That movie was pretty good. I liked it. I, uh, I'm starting to think that this is the reason that Elon Musk bought Twitter. So that he could just um, ish post all day long. It's amazing. He's going crazy. Couldn't he do that before? Kind yeah. of. It's weird that they make him out. They say he's like a Republican. Like, he doesn't seem overly political, to be honest. He's, he's outright called himself a socialist. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. 
Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Yeah, like he doesn't yeah. come off. His posts are a lot of like, you know jokes and but he doesn't seem super political yeah before no. the show i was thinking dude creates rocket ships to space and mars people on earth complaining about what what his politics are like it, it's so insane that that's the focus well, if, when you could focus on the stuff he's building look at look at that nina jankowicz lady the <sighs> disinformation board mm. she pushes overt disinformation and has so she's supposedly like working she's working for the democrats when you look at elon musk i think it's never been clearer that left and right don't mean anything about politics. It means everything about whether you are on your knees for the establishment or challenging the establishment. Yeah. Also, Ian, you made an interesting point. I would even take it a step further because it's not even like he has this political agenda he's trying to force onto people. Like he, he's in a lot of ways, he's virtually apolitical. He's saying, let's just make neutral spaces. That's mm-hmm. not really a partisan stance. And he's not greedy either. He, he gave his Tesla patents away, the free, the, the yes. your, all your patents are belong to us move that he did. I got to push back on Seamus. Seamus, <laughs> he is handing over one of the most influential messaging platforms to neo-Nazis. Well, here's yeah. what I think Elon's going to do if they don't let him buy Twitter, if something falls through. He's going to build a rocket ship that projects. <laughs> it's going to be like a space platform that projects whatever he writes into the sky, like LEDs. Have you seen the drones, the fireworks drone? They're replacing fireworks with no. with drone. Cool. Kind of like uh, that you can write stuff on. Elon's oh, going to do that getting, over every city. Uh, dude, they're getting really three, crazy. Three-dimensional, awesome. like, they look like holograms in the yeah. sky. So that's cool. your drone light show way cooler than fireworks from Forbes. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're way cooler than fireworks, and also you don't, like, blow your hand off. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah, like, but, two but years but old, that's the too. cool part they of fireworks. They had one at, yeah, I know, well, they had the one at Bitcoin Miami. They did, uh, Whoa. but in has China, it, they're like, oh yeah, because they can move really far, really right. fast, and draw lines but in the sky. And has stuff. anyone thought about the horror of just like someone like Elon getting a thousand drones and then being able to command them with gloves and like walking through New York and just like flinging protoss man? <laughs> That's how like, the protoss move their battle cruisers around or there. Uh, he just so like hanging them over Starcraft. someone's head like a rain cloud. No, no, he's like he's <laughs> he's, he's, he's wearing a trench coat and he's standing on several drones as he's floating through the city. Uh-huh. You know th- and then when anyone challenges him, he just points and a drone flies and slams into him. Now we're talking <laughs> Bezos level. Like yeah. Bezos has the proprietary. You're giving Bezos tech. ideas yeah, actually. Right now. Yeah. yeah, Elon at least is freeing the software code of his stuff. Dude, so, if I was Bezos, I would legit be doing that. I would make one of those hobgoblin gliders from Spider-Man, and then I would just have drones, and I'd be like, <laughs> Is he going to set up his base in the Amazon? Would is you? It? If you were Jeff Bezos, Why, would you set up like of, a secret the, base in the, the Amazon? Legion of Doom? Well, I don't know. He called his company Amazon, yeah, so yeah. I'm wondering if, if there's something more insidious. <laughs> was it the Legion of Doom? I love you, Jeff. I'm just joking. What is it that... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly how he put it. What is it that Jeremy Boring said? He's like... He's the most interesting guy in a boring way. Like he's the no. most boring, interesting guy about Bezos. Uh, yeah, what did he say? It's it like was... he makes a rocket ship and it's not cool. It's not exciting <laughs> at all. It's not like cool like Elon's. Yeah. That is funny though. Jeff, Be- he's, he said, "What did he? Yeah, he he, he put it really funny. Most boring, yeah, interesting really funny. person. Butchered it. We ruined yeah. your joke, Jeremy. Sorry. sorry. Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> so so check this out. So people responded. Well, when Elon Musk said, "Where's their client list?" Someone said, "Let's start with you." Oh. And they show this photo where. Ghislaine Maxwell is behind Elon Creepy. and he says that's a Vanity Fair party and she photobombed me in the background but you know that already don't you Ooh. and then someone responded Sky Pernay Elon doesn't know Ghislaine Maxwell at all she photobombed him once at a Vanity Fair party in 2014 real question is why Vanity Fair invited her in the first place and he mm. said that is exactly the question indeed Oof. dude I think I mean you gotta look if Elon Musk is gonna come out and say where's the client list I'm like Elon buy away do what you wanna do 
because it's one of the most important questions. Yeah. That's not not going to be answered. There's no ser- any serious journalist at the Washington Post, at the New York Times. I'll say this right out to all of you. I know that there are people at the New York Times have been working there for two decades and you are upset about what's happening at your newspaper. I know that there are people at the Washington Post who have been there for decades who are upset about what is happening to your newspaper. Why don't you start demanding answers as to the client list for Maxwell and Epstein? Why, why, why isn't there any interest from the gray lady, the paper of record and all of these big publications to demand if this woman is being convicted on this, she sold something to somebody. It's Elon Musk. Yeah. I and he's the bad guy they're saying. He's mm. the bad guy. I think those people have families. Mm. Yeah. When I, I look at Maria Farmer, who was one of the former victims of the, the I don't know what call it, child trafficking, racketeering thing they're doing. And she drew a painting called the Setiles, S-E-T-I-L-E-S. Her name is Maria Farmer. You search those three words together, you'll get this painting. And it looks like she just painted all the guys, all the people that were there as part of it. Hmm. She doesn't have names, but I mean, I can't imagine anyone digging too deep into it, but this is the deepest I've seen. And it's like, it's a really disturbing image. Uh, It's got Ghislaine in the middle with a bubble around her. Like she's, she's invincible. It's got Jeffrey Epstein's off up in the corner. Like he's some space cadet. He was the fall guy for the whole thing. He wasn't like, and then of course you got. I don't even like saying these names out loud, man, but you got Les Wexner right in the middle there under Ghislaine mm. Maxwell, the Victoria's Secret guy, and uh, I think he was a big part of it. But there's just no way. I don't have the evidence. It's just this image. I want to I pull up this story here we have about Bill Maher it's from the Daily Wire. Bill Maher rips old Twitter, mocks Trudeau, and gives a shout out to the Babylon Bee. And this, I was watching this clip from Bill Maher when he was talking about Elon Musk and the purchasing and everything, and it made me realize what's happening with the establishment, what's happening with, um, you know, Elon, the older, the boomer generation, they consume their news through cable television. This is why there are so many people who are like Tucker Carlson's far right. Cause they, these are older people who are only getting their news from CNN and, MS, and, and uh, MSNBC. And then Fox news is like the other side. So there's like three channels, but most of us and the people our age are on Twitter or on Facebook or on YouTube. So we're getting a big spattering of all this different news, but it's coming really quickly. I saw this and Bill Maher, his confusion, like a doddering old man. And I was just like, wow. You know, I think it's fair to say one day we will all be old and confused. But Bill Maher, he doesn't need to be. (laughs) So watching this, here's what happens. Bill Maher says, did you hear about this Babylon Bee? It's Christian satire. Everybody laughs. Mm. And then his guest goes, oh, yeah, because we need that. And Bill goes, well, maybe some people do. I'm not everybody. Some people do need it. And then I'm watching that and I'm like, Bill, did you not Google search this story when it happened? Are you just now finding out after Elon already bought Twitter what the Babylon Bee is? And I wondered why it is. Well, CNN won't report on what the Babylon Bee is. No. So for someone like Bill Maher, who is a 60 year old boomer Hmm. who gets his news from the New York Times physical paper edition and from cable television, he just now found out about the Babylon Bee. It was March 20th. Elon was like, should we have free speech and stuff like that? That he was he was asking these questions that the Babylon Bee was in the news. And we, we, we were all watching in real time this progress of Elon Musk and Bill Maher, one of the most prominent shows. He's confused and just now finding out Isn't about Isn't a show this. called Real Time? Yeah, he finds yeah. out like a month later. <laughs> yeah. but I'm, look, I'm not trying to rag on him. I think it's just you got to point out that he's in a different world. Who's his boss? Well, look, look, he's in a different world. 
And now think about what that means for every other news story. Think about what that means for Hunter Biden's laptop. Think about what that means for Epstein. All of these boomers, they're, they vote and they, and they're like, they mostly vote. They're like, they vote way more than young people and they don't know half of what we know. They don't know a tenth of what we know because we all saw the Epstein story in real time and Bill Maher probably never saw it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being uh, hyperbolic, but Bill Maher probably sees it a month later and he's like, what's going on with this? And it's like, Bill, that was, that was a month ago. Yeah, you, it seems like Google? it's a, it's like a safety mechanism to wait to let the news out a month later, like the Hunter Biden laptop thing. They wanted to just hold it for a month. Granted, it was right before the election. Well, it was the election. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. That was how to, but no, once, that was once it's a month late, it's just doesn't have the fire. It doesn't have the heat. Like the iron's no longer hot. Bill Maher has called out the woke. He's criticized this stuff. The fact that he's done that, I think shows he's willing to. But he's like an old man who's looking at his phone being like, I can't press the button. <laughs> and it's like, he's just not on these platforms. He works for Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. He even said, I've heard him say this, like, you know, there's only so much I can really get away with. I have corporate, you know, I, my giant corporation writes my check. Sure, sure. But if he's talking about the Babylon Bee now, he could have talked about the Babylon Bee a month ago when the story broke. Was he talking about the Rachel Levine thing? Like, and them getting he's banned? Ta- he's talking about how Babylon Bee made a satirical video about Twitter employees mm. be freaking out. And it's actually really funny. The uh, the Twitter health expert, yeah, yeah, the, he's like, he's got a Rorschach test. I'm like, what do you see? And she's like, Nazis, Nazis, <laughs> Hitler, Nazis. That one looks like lips. I, I hope people don't think that guy works for Twitter too. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's really funny because uh, the, the bit was really good. She's he, He's like, tell me, do you see Elon here now? And she's like, she looks at a tennis ball. It's got Elon's face. She looks at like an employee pamphlet on the wall and it's got it's Elon on it. It was actually really funny. But Bill Maher was mentioning that Twitter flagged it as sensitive content. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's a satirical video mocking you for being too sensitive. And you flagged it as sensitive material. I'm just, look, that's fine. He's speaking up. He's calling it out. But why a month late? The point is, I think Bill's a good dude. I think, you know, to a certain extent, he's trying. But if the boomer generation isn't paying attention, because we had Richie McGinnis and his mom on. And Richie's mom, also a boomer, didn't know about what was going on with today's politics. The boomer generation is like, I think they're just totally different realities for the most part. He's incentivized to not dig too deep. Like his original show, uh, what was it? Politically Incorrect. Politically Incorrect got canceled. He went hard on 9-11. And like if he did that today, if he came out and was like, let's talk about the deep state and the military industrial complex, they'd be like, yeah, Warner Brothers would be like, this is a little too racy. Although I think Real Time really is just that show renamed, but just a little little softer. You remember when uh, Dennis Prager was on Bill Maher? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, I think it was like 2017. And he was like, the left is lying. They're lying. And he's like, a man cannot menstruate. They're lying. And then everyone laughs. Yeah, yeah everybody like and humiliating him. Bill Maher goes, wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? <laughs> and and uh, Prager mentions that at university bathrooms, they were putting tampons in the men's room. And Bill says, that's for men to bring to their girlfriends. That one really frustrated me because the story was actually at that point like seven years old about mm-hmm. bathrooms with ta- men's rooms with, with tampons. But this is this is exactly what what I think we see. I, I'm not trying to say that every single boom or anything like that. I'm saying on average, if you look at the average age of a cable TV news viewer, it's 62 to 69 or whatever. They're consuming all their news from the likes of Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's not going to work out well for us. Yeah. Also, with Mars, with Bill Mars' response that they're just putting them in there, so 
guys can get tampons for their girlfriends or their girlfriend could just go to the girl's bathroom right next to it. That makes no sense as an explanation. That's like the most ridiculous. I don't want to believe what I'm being told answer I've ever heard. Yeah. That's a crazy explanation. I think, I think Dennis could have been more prepared, but sometimes you're in these moments and you make a point and you're not prepared to back it up. So when they were like, where, what are you talking about? I said, just look it up. It's like, I could tell you, Oh, is it September, 2016? The daily beast wrote up that we have to do it. Look that up specifically. Uh, side note, the Daily Beast is now listed as fake news right. by NewsGuard. I love it. Look at that. All their love smear pieces are garbage. I get this dynamic with comedians sometimes where they'll be like, they'll say something stupid or irrelevant. And then if you start to make fun of them, they're like, come on. It was a joke, you moron. But mm-hmm. then if you say something stupid or irrelevant, they're like, you stupid idiot. Yeah. They're like, they're, I, yeah I know exactly what you mean. But they go like, oh, I was just I was just a goof. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. know what is dangerous for um, post-liberal, whatever, whatever this freedom faction is. I don't know. You, they say left and right, and I'm like, I don't even know that. It, that doesn't, it doesn't explain anything to anybody. But uh, the side that believes in freedom, what's dangerous is that we see the CNN news stories about the insurrection and MSNBC and Rachel Maddow, and we all laugh like that's so dumb, no one cares. And then you look at their ratings, and you're like, CNN and MSNBC get like 400 million combined views on YouTube every month. And we get, I think, 60. So, I mean, we're doing well. But it's mostly young people. Hmm. These older people are going to vote, and they're going to vote based on some weird insurrection narrative. Other than voting, the people that watch this show, for the most part, are listening to what we're saying. The words, very word by word, it's all like registering and they're remembering. When you have these other shows that get propped up, it's like in one ear and out the other. Not necessarily every time, but it seems to be. And this is also for a lot of, I think your listeners, are. this is just a piece to an overall puzzle. They take this piece of information, they take pieces of information from other places, whereas someone on CNN, they're just like... I watch CNN, they give me my opinions, and those are my opinions. And, you know, maybe I watch MSNBC, but, like, for the most part, they're not kind of, like, going and sourcing it from, Well, this is is one of the things that Richie's mom was bringing up. She was saying that there used to only be, like, three networks, and you trusted them, and they said things in a very kind of reassuring way, and you felt confident in what they were telling you. And I think a lot of that has carried over for boomers, which has turned into a huge problem because they can just now tell them whatever they want to, and they'll just believe it. Like, was, it's a little unsettling. I was talking to my mom about some awesome stuff about this. Like, just cool. Like, let's talk about conspiracy. She was like, Ian, man, if I was 20, I'd be, I'd be okay. I'd, I'd be into it. But yeah. I just, it's just, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I, I'm ready to. I finally got my mom to go on Twitter, actually. I convinced Ooh. her. She, Why she, would you do that to her? <laughs> no, right. uh, well, cause I kept saying, cause she would, she's like, you know, the classic, do you get the emails? From like you ever get my mom just sends me emails of these articles. Oh, yeah. oh okay. like she goes, yeah, this, this I know is, what you're talking about. You know, about. this is interesting. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I read this on Twitter like a week and a half ago. Yeah. This is you know, but that's new to her because that's like the the delay on the cycle. That's what Bill like, Maher's doing. Kinda yeah. well, kind of is. And I go, You need to go on Twitter just and you can, you know, cut out this delay and get the news kind of off the source. Far superior yeah. way to get the news. Absolutely. Let me, Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs.
Visit now to save 20%. Carshield.com slash Carlson. That's Carshield.com slash Carlson. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Let me give a shout out to Michael Malice here. He's got a suite. He says, the Ministry of Truth demonstrates the growing inability of the cathedral to persuade and an increasing need to just explicitly tell people what to believe. Yep. People have gone from arguing to either ignoring or presuming, not incorrectly, that it's all disingenuous propaganda at best. We're at the point now where I think on both sides, people are just absolutely unwilling to hear what the other point is being made at all. And my view of what is colloquially colloquially referred to as the right, which is this large faction of mostly like some kind of libertarian, is that they want proof. They want sources. Back up your source. Back up your claim. Not all of them. There's there's a, a, a group of Trump supporters who believe absolutely insane things. Hmm. And you can see them out there at the rallies with Trump's going to be president on this day or whatever. And it never happens. But, but next you, time it will. But sure. Yeah. But I think that's the, the exception, not the rule. On the left, it's the inverse. The average person on the left believes every single fake story. I'm really interested. We've got some lefties coming on the show soon that we're booking. And I think it's going to be really interesting for me to be like, hey, Trayvon Martin's story, Zimmerman. Did you believe that? You did? Okay, well, NBC edited the audio to make Zimmerman seem racist and he's Hispanic. How about uh, Covington kids? Did you believe that? Well, we learned that was fake news. Justice Millett, all these people came out and supported him. That was fake news. Russiagate, fake news. Ukraine gate, fake news. How many? Uh, Ghost of Kiev. Yeah, isn't that yeah. black? Fake news. Are they doing that again? The Ghost I, of Kiev? I Ghost think they just no, no, they did. It was fake. Finally, they admitted right? it was fake. Yeah. So my point is, now that the Ministry of Truth is out and about, they're like, oh, we got to play it close here. Yeah. This is the only thing I can surmise. When the, when the Washington Post says, or, or the media matter smears the whole show over something like, you know, Seamus says, My as right wing or far right or grifting, <laughs> I'm like, I guess the only thing that defines what it is to be left or right is, do you fall for bullish or do you wait for evidence? Yeah, Thomas Massey pointed out that Congress basically split between the, the, like the logical people and the emotional people, and a lot of them are leading with emotion, but either extreme is dangerous. Like too much emotion, you don't care about the facts, it's just you get your, and then too much logic, you don't care about how people feel. You might end up, you know, yeah. experimenting on human bodies exactly. to get your, so you gotta. That's what, that's what, so, right. We've seen societies that are only driven by logic and right. they, put people's arms into sub-zero temperatures to watch them freeze while still attached yep. to their bodies. You know what I will? Sh- I, w- I want to give a shout out, though, to all of the media outlets that were trying to smear me for defending Kyle Rittenhouse. Prove my point. I was right. Yeah. It wasn't about being conservative or liberal. It was like, hey, I watched a video and here's what really happened. Kyle was defending himself. Then they all come out and they scream the far right because they're lying nonstop. Then well, it turns out to be correct. So I- I'm really fascinated. This is what the left and the right is. Name a left-wing political position irrelevant. I can sit here all day and we can talk about taxation and, and you know, social policy or whatever. But the real question is, which stories did you fall for? Mm-hmm. If you don't fall for the lies, you're right-wing. Yeah, well, yeah. In, you're correct that their positions are irrelevant in many ways, and even they will acknowledge this. So on the one hand, whenever anyone points out that there's a problem with the far left, their response is, oh, why? Because we want free health care? Like, what does the far left even mean? And then someone like Tim comes out and says, hey— 
I'm actually in favor of free healthcare as well, but they still call you fall right, uh, far right because you don't fall for the same stories they do. That's the weirdest thing. What, like, you, what is what is what is right and left? Yeah. What do you think of so the, there's this disinformation governance board? I don't know if you guys talked about this, but what happens when the next president is Trump or <laughs> DeSantis, and he goes, "Okay, we have this disinformation governance board. She's out. My guy's in." But well, it's I, insanity. I, you know, no, no, no. I I, I think. If it's Trump or DeSantis, they might just dissolve it instantly. Well, they might, but I'm saying, I'm just saying hypothetically. Mitt Romney, what, yeah. if, if it was Mitt Romney, somehow gets elected, <laughs> yeah. then he's going to be like, it's time to uh, put on a new guy who's going to talk about what's the real truth. <laughs> if it's DeSantis or Trump, Trump's going to be like, I'm getting rid of it. It's wrong. But imagine the hysterics if he goes, yeah, you guys, great idea, everyone. Mm-hmm. Last administration, I love this idea. Here's my guy. But yeah. that, that, that was true back when the establishment were playing a game of hot potato. When it was like John McCain versus Obama. And yeah. it was just shill establishment. It didn't matter who came into power. You know, George W. Bush comes in with all these wars and Barack Obama's like, we're going to change it. Then gets in and is like, I'm going to kill kids instead. Mm-hmm. Then Barack Obama signs the indefinite detention provisions. Then Barack Obama increases the drone attacks. And you know that if a Republican like Mitt Romney were to win, it wouldn't matter. But then Trump won and he broke these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were sort of talking about that the other day and... I don't think that's an effective thing to say to left-wingers, unfortunately, because they know that while right-wingers could use that power to be authoritarian and suppress them, that they actually need that power in order to survive. Because in order for like left-wing orthodoxy to flourish, you basically have to scare people into pretending to believe something else, because no one's going to like voluntarily agree to the idea that children should change their genders, not in the number that people are giving assent to it now. Well, this is, this is the crazy thing, that two things occur. When I made I made a point on Twitter, I said, it's crazy that if you believe children shouldn't be getting sex change surgery, you're considered right wing. Two things happened. One, I got called a transphobe. And two, people were like, that's not happening. You're lying. The left isn't doing that. And the response to every single person who says that is someone showing a news story talking about medical intervention, chemical or or surgical. And it's literally happening. So either you're a lying grifter who's pushing right-wing talking points, so you're right-wing, or you're a transphobe, so you're right-wing. And yeah. I'm like, dude, okay, whatever, I guess. Right, the the um, the quintessential left-wing position. That's not happening, but it's good that it's happening. Yeah, you're exactly. bad for opposing it. I don't think it's transphobic to to care about, to protect children from, you know, tr- gender surgery, sexual surgeries at that point. I, you know, being transphobic is like meeting someone that's an adult person that's trans and being like, I don't want to be anywhere near that person or I'm going to talk crap about them. I, I, we do have a bunch of stories specifically addressing that in schools, but I do want to focus on this real quick while we're talking about like media manipulation and lies. We have this from the New York Post. New CNN boss, Chris Licht, to focus on truth after slew of scandals. Chris? It is honorable that you would try to purge CNN of its trash, but you will never, you will never save that brand. I'm sorry. CNN's new boss kicked off his first day on the job by telling employees he wants to focus the network's reporting on news and truth amid criticism over the scandal-scarred network's heavy emphasis on opinion-based shows. Chris Lick to officially replace CNN's disgraced boss Zucker on Monday. Uh, following stints as executive producer at The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and CBS This Morning, circulated a memo to his employees saying, too many people have lost trust in the news media. I think we can be a beacon in regaining that trust by being an organization that exemplifies the best characteristics of journalism. Fearlessly speaking truth to power, challenging the status quo, questioning groupthink, and educating viewers and readers with straightforward facts and insightful commentary, while always being respectful of differing viewpoints. First and foremost, we should and we will be advocates for the truth. You know why I'm saying that? 
because the dude who now owns <laughs> the majority shareholder in Warner Discovery wa- said he wanted to, or, or something happened where it came out, it was reported, he wanted to purge all of the opinion lefty yep. garbage from CNN. So this guy's like, I don't want to lose my job. I believe in truth. Yeah. As if I'm ever going to go to CNN for truth. This is why I can't stand the subjectivity of truth. It, truth or objective. Truth is not an objective state. People perceive reality as objective, but the way you perceive it is your truth. So people are going to see reality in different ways. For one person to attempt to arbitrate that is insanity. Here come the, here come the ones. Yeah. Give me the ones. Give me all the ones. Give me 20 of them. Also, what would CNN be? Like, what, what does he envision CNN to be? With, you know, it's like it's going to be this He's truth gonna, and you're going to purge all the, like, in this scenario where it's all purging all these, like, you know, the far, like, what is it going to become? Just it's like, late night with yeah. Stephen Colbert. Yeah, I don't know. Part yeah, two, right. apparently. Exactly. How could this guy have worked on Colbert think he's going to, everyone's going to trust him? He probably did the vaccine dance. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah I know. Yeah, I think he did. That was, that was probably him. Oh, oh my Yikes. goodness. Who, who was it who did the Fauci thing where they were dancing and then they had the thing that's, they spread it open and they were spinning with it and it was like a big picture of Fauci's <laughs> James face. Corden. Oh. Was that who yeah. <laughs> Now oh Fauci. Wow. Oh, that song we should, oh. It's wow. just Ooh. like, you know, Even Seamus was it's, yawning it's going, after that going, one. I know. I was like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Jeff Bezos. Yeah. You know, it's like these shows like Colbert, they exemplify that joke Jeremy Boring made about Bezos. They're they're wealthy and powerful, but just so not cool. Mm-hmm. And it's just absolute cringe. You know, seriously, when when Colbert, for those who didn't see it, he did this thing where he had like, what was it like women and men dressed up like syringes dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah geez. Oh, and it was like that. Wow, he's so zany. I can't believe he went there. Who were they? I have a couple questions, though. Did they do any market research? And if right. they did, who are they targeting? Are, are there like, there's no one my age. I can't imagine anybody in the so key demo cringe. is watching that going like, I enjoy Col- Colbert. I've always, whoever watches it, like the people who like Colbert probably were like, this is great. I've like, always thought he so was trash. Like on the, on the daily show when he got his start, uh, as a correspondent, he was just a liar and a fake. He was doing comedy, but he was a liar. But and that a fake. was like, he was doing a character yeah. at least. Then he got his new show where he's playing the Republican fake guy and he tells people he would literally, he was like satire show, but he would say things that he didn't believe as they were real and like, just screw people's minds, bull, crap artist. And then he's on this show like we're supposed to all of a sudden believe anything out of this guy. He's a trash liar for a job. I mean, maybe he's a nice, funny guy, but I've never seen him like dig under the surface. He was anything. great on Strangers with Candy, if you ever saw that oh, show. Oh, gosh. I, I couldn't bring myself great. to watch. Actually, he did, it did look like he was pretty good in that movie. Like as no, an actor. No, the I think show, it was a show, but yeah, they had a He's movie a too. talented actor. Yeah, As yeah. you can see, he's playing a no, role. his new show is it's as bad as it gets. I don't, I don't trust. I've never trusted him. I made a video in 06 about this, about Colbert's artistry, his, his crap artistry. I, I don't, I've never liked that guy. And, and when Jack Posobiec came on here and said that Jon Stewart, Stephen Colbert were the spearheads of the politicization of, of comedy and basically I think that makes so much sense mm-hmm. like no oh, no I didn't mean no no no, 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 no you go I was you just going to fill space okay. well I was just <laughs> going to say that I remember ratings, that cause... years ago we, we talked no. about this on the show a little while ago actually on this episode about the whole clown nose on clown nose off thing that a lot of these late night hosts and particularly Jon Stewart would do I remember he got into a debate with Tucker Carlson and he was grilling Tucker and Tucker starts pointing out factual inaccuracies with Jon Stewart's show and his reporting and he goes because it's a comedy show it's like oh was that the bit was that the bit that you were getting facts wrong on purpose no you wanted your audience to think that 
that was true. The jokes were in other parts of the program. That's like exactly that's so obnoxious. Yeah. Stewart is one of those guys that he'll say something, and then if you get, dig into him, he's like, "Hey, I'm a comedian. Lay off, mm-hmm. idiot." Mm-hmm. But then if you mm-hmm. say it, he's like, "No," you know, try and throw his and, like weight of being popular at you. It's really gross. And it's like it's fine to do jokes and politics, right? But if you're saying something that you intend for people to believe as true, and it turns out to be false, you don't get to fall back and like, "Oh, come on, man! I make jokes. Don't Just take anything I say seriously." You know? Yeah. No, I don't yeah. like it. Well, this you. is the embodiment of that obnoxious kid when you were younger being like you know i i'm just playing you know i'm just playing i'm just joking but if he can get away with it he will so this is classic this i love you danny but comedians sometimes do this where they like to pull up the ladder after them i don't know if you've noticed this but they use oh, that, that words explains yeah. danny perfectly no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no but they, uh, they do I that. Yeah. that they you pull go. the ladder after them and i really feel like this is just like um, um literally uh, so many of my favorite comedians yeah. all of them it's the all like, of like them. david cross used to be literally my favorite comedian and now and he did all the stuff where he's almost like he's now apologizing for everything right. he did and he's like everything i did that was so funny eight years ago is you know all cancelable stuff or like you the know, guy like, that took all the psychedelics and he's like hey don't do psychedelics don't do yeah, yeah yeah i i had a great time <laughs> yeah. like the don't 90s were a great yeah. decade but you were just water for you you know, you know i gotta I, I i've been i'm wondering though like if this can last so i pulled up Colbert's ratings. He oh. had a, a total average viewer of 2.95 million, Ooh. and this was reported as of June 9th of 2021. So, last year, he was getting 2.95 million, and I'm like, I'm, that's the live plus seven race. I don't know what that means. Is that key demo or something? You know, look at this. Seems adults. Like a lot. Here we go. Adults across 25 to 54. The Late Show wins with a 0.5 with 614,000 viewers against Jimmy Kimmel's Live with 489,000. And the tonight's show is with 477,000. Okay, that makes sense. So Colbert beats Kimmel and Fallon with a 0.2 over their 0.1s. I don't know what that means, and they don't give me the I full. I think that's like the share, uh, the, the decimal is like. No, a... look at this. Look at this. Across total viewers, late night uh, averaged 1 million viewers over the season. So is that Colbert? Is he late night? No, that was Corden's that you just, I think you said late no, night. No, look, late. Oh. Oh, that's Myers' late night. Myers' okay. late night average. And Corden's late, late show. Right. These are so similar it names. It's such yeah. crap. I know. It's so stupid. But it does look like in the key demo, it is only like half a million viewers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody who watches these shows. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's crazy. crazy. But those are people our age. Yeah. Th- that many. I mean, also, you get as many watchers as these like super highly produced you know, insane budget shows. Yeah, like it's man. Just, I mean, it's amazing. Our margins are incredible. <laughs> we're putting, we're doing crazy stuff with it. Yeah. I can't say exactly what we're doing, but we're doing some infrastructure stuff right now. Dancing and, syringes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> dude, that's come such a good bit. Yeah, come on. Rooftop not gonna syringes. Dude, dude. Yeah. Let's, put, let's put dancing you went to syringes yard sale. I, I, I will hire 1,000 people to dress up like syringes <laughs> and dance. Let's go. In D.C. Yes. Oh my goodness. No, dude, the, that's the thing, like, the late night show, every now and again, there's some late night stuff that, that at least was decent in the past, so I thought Conan was pretty funny, but, like, I wasn't tuning in every night. It's a weird format, because, like, an incredibly good comedian can maybe churn out an hour a year, 
And you've got, you have these comedians you have to go on stage every night and do like 45 minutes of material. It's just even if they're good and they're not ideologues, it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's a good point. It used to be an interview show. We talked about this last week. And now the, the interview format is on YouTube. People make their own. They, mm. they just if they, like you don't. Johnny Depp doesn't need to wait to get invited on The Tonight Show to talk to the crowd. He can just make it a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. And they're promoting stuff always, right? They're yeah. like, hey, I'm promoting my movie. And you're like, why am I watching you talk about your movie? I can mm-hmm. just watch it's like, the It's kind of like when yeah. people would write reviews about video games. I mean, people still trying to do that you just go to youtube and watch the gameplay footage if i want to see yeah. if the movie's good i just go to youtube and watch the clips i i just had a crazy idea i think we should do it is to have bands have bands yeah like these these shows will periodically be like you know we have a musical guest play music or whatever friday nights maybe like we used to do the friday jams back in the day mm. we'll do a friday night show and then we'll also have a musical guest to perform afterwards play music and we'll just start taking over this space, I guess. It's got to be like not not family friendly. That's a big problem with these shows is they they can't say the wrong thing. It's you can't give the middle finger to the people <laughs> during the show. Like, meanwhile, you don't do it, and you yeah, don't say. I know, you see. But if we're gonna do like hard, just hardcore rock scene, bring it back, full on, get fucking getting people naked on stage. He pardon. swore. I get one a month. Jar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just yeah, I'm all about it. Let's bring the real back to reality. Well, look, I I can studio audience, live people, studio audience. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, we could. We've chickens, talked, chickens chick- as the chickens audience. Yes. yes. You bring them out. We've, we've talked about doing Friday nights at a venue and doing it like a live thing. Uh, I'll explain this to people who don't know because I know a lot of people probably do. The reason we try not to swear is not because we're worried about YouTube or anything. It's because there are people who listen to this on their way to, to work or picking up their kids. And I actually had – we got people emailing being like, hey, man, I love your show. But like when you guys say these things, I don't want my kids to hear that. And I'm like, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. You know, If we don't have to swear, we shouldn't swear. Well, yeah, I guess we do. It's about whatever. swearing and profanity, I find some things can be profane without the cuss words. Like yes. if you can say things that are very graphic sexually yeah. that aren't – aren't cussing but way worse for a kid to hear oh, than dude. saying the f word or and like totally ac- agreed and action movies with death and murder yeah. and stuff you know? i think with parents too they don't even care so much about the word it's the fact that now the kid just says it all the time and they don't really get it and then it's just like inconvenience you know they just keep they hear it and they go oh, i just say this all the time you're like you can't say this at the grocery store no you can't <laughs> interesting yeah the f word has a lot of different meanings depending oh, yeah. on how you use it very you know? versatile word it's yeah. one of the, yeah. probably well, the most versatile i think so yeah is it well, an adjective it's a verb let, let's uh we actually have a story to talk about in, in oh, with boy. kids and stuff we have this from the new york times it is uh how a debut graphic memoir became the most banned book in the country oh, that's crazy maya kobabi's book genderqueer about coming out as a non-binary Landed the author at the center of a battle over which books belong in schools and who gets to make the decision. So I don't know if you could pull that up and we can show the uh, the image. Can we? What? It's no. just Yeah, it's just the article from the New York Times. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the issue here is the New York Times won't actually show you what's in the book. Right. Because what actually got this book banned from libraries is sexually graphic images and the books directed at minors. I... I can only describe it that way. If I were to actually say what the book showed, then parents would probably be upset, which I can respect. But YouTube absolutely would give us a flag. A million percent. Well, so what will happen is when the show's over, we'll go and it'll, it'll give us the yellow demonetization thing. Then we got to request it. If I describe to you the images in the book because they're sexually graphic, we will get confirmed demonetized. And the clip from the show will also be demonetized. And... You could potentially, YouTube will punish you with, with downranking. So they used to do this in the past where they would apply codes to your channel 
which will make it harder for people, like shadow banning, basically. Yeah, yeah. If I tell you what's in the book, and this book showing sexually graphic images was being put in school libraries, and when people complain about it, the New York Times defends the book, huh. doesn't show any of the images. Why? Wow. Could you imagine what would happen to the New York Times if they showed these these graphic images? It's 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 people doing things. It is cart, cartoon images drawn of the author, uh, by the author, showing people engaging in activities. We'll call it that. It's, it's, it's young people, though, isn't it? Yes. One of its yeah. One of one depicts minors. Oh my god. One of the images. I think they both might depict minors. What what makes this the Disgusting. most banned book? Like, what is the? How think do they about what they're that? think about what they're saying with this. A book with sexually graphic materials was in a children's school library and got removed. It's the most banned book. <laughs> yeah, well, Hustler is not allowed in the school <laughs> yeah. library either. Yeah, yeah Hustler is definitely more of a banned book. Yeah. Better That's articles, disgusting. too. Oh, but that, Hustler well. was never put in and then banned, so technically True. it wasn't. <laughs> right, right, right. Technically, yeah. No, yeah. It, it was always banned. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it started it, out banned. It was never allowed. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It, so so no. where where is the line? And this is why I think when it comes to left and the right, there's it's just literally tribe. It's like... Mm-hmm. Do you bend the knee to what the left is? Because if a kid walked into a grade school with a hustler, the teachers would freak out. Mm-hmm. If a kid walks in with this book, well, it's educational. Well, it's not just the kid walking in with it. It's the teacher walking in with it and showing it to the kids. Right to jail. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm serious. They should <laughs> yeah. be in prison. Yeah, really. Hustler. Should, that, that should, I mean, you are a danger to society and you're a danger to children if you're showing them pornographic images. Yes. That's H- it. Hustler, for it's, instance, is nudity. This is actual sex. This, this is book bad. is showing it's cartoon sex, but it's sexuality. That's a little different it, than And nudity. are the people depicting, are, are they de- actually depicting minors in these I, cartoon images? I, in these drawings they're I doing? I'm pretty sure the most notorious image from this, which depicts an adult activity between two people, is... Um, they're minors. But I'm pretty, it, I'm pretty sure the you, point of the if book you can't is it, tell, yeah, if you can't tell, you got to err on the side of yes, they're yeah. a minor. It's called yeah. lolly. You know, you can't mm. you can't mess with cartoons of young looking. But look people. at this. Look at this. This woman here. They're like they took, the New York Times gets this woman to come out. Her name is Mandy Zhang of Wappingers Fall, New York, is planning to start a banned book club. Hey, all right, we can show up and cool. bring Playboy with us because that's not allowed in schools either, right? This is the fascinating thing to me because I hear this argument from the left where they're like they're trying to ban books, and I'm like. There are tons of books that are legitimately banned from these schools. When they talk about, you know, wanting to ban critical race theory books, just as a blanket statement, I can't remember who we had on the show, but I was like, I don't want to do that. I think schools, depending on the age, should critically discuss what this book is. My issue is when they inject the ideology into their classes without telling you what they're teaching you is the praxis of critical race theory. What about having... I don't want want books banned, but here's my point. It's not a banned book club to bring porn. 
Hmm. You're, you're like these these books are actually that's a great sounds like an awesome book club. Yeah, no, that's a I've never considered joining a book club. That's a sketch or a cartoon. <laughs> so we got two comedians to make content. You can you can either of you can take it where people are like it's a banned book club and the book I bought is Playboy. <laughs> but like they're literally no, they're making the argument for why the book should be banned too. Yes. Well, what do you mean? They just don't realize it. Like, can you believe? Like, they're making an argument in favor of banning books because when you when you use the phrase book ban. It doesn't really have a positive connotation. Oh, right. like, There's this book ban. Look what's on it. And you're like, uh, maybe we should have a book ban. <laughs> maybe we maybe should. you shouldn't let children look at everything in schools. It's easy to make your own book now, too. Mm. So any any psycho can make a book about crazy stuff. Get it in under the sensor radar like Amazon. You can publish your own stuff on Amazon. If you oh, posted yeah. these pictures on Instagram, they would ban you. Mm. Yeah. Well, look, they, I mean, they would delete the post and give you a warning. Yeah. Well, and look at you had uh, Amazon insiders complaining about Matt Walsh's book, Johnny the Walrus, being number one. And if I'm not mistaken, they were actually trying to derank that. I don't know about deranking, okay, but they, got, they but, got it removed from children's. Mm. Okay, yeah. So they had it removed from the children's yeah. section. So that's not acceptable. But not, showing graphic lewd images, as far as we understand, which actually depict minors, yes. is acceptable. That is hideously disgusting. Is there a way for people to find this image so they know what we're talking about without actually having to Twitter, show it? all over. No, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, if you, if you Google don't, I don't search want to encourage it. people yeah. to look for yeah, it. It's, not I mean, good it's like, no, you, know thine enemy. You do need to know what's in this book because the way the New York Times is painting is this, is they took a picture that she didn't even put in the book and they said, oh, this is what the artist draws. It's like, oh, mom, I think I might be bi. Oh, that's so sweet. How could Republicans possibly want to ban this? If this is actually what's in the book, that's crazy. They're just being mean. But that is not what's in the book. And I I was so relieved to see that this tweet that the New York Times put out about this article got freaking ratioed Good. right to heck because everyone's like, this is what's actually in the book. I was like, did you guys put the picture in the article? Of course they didn't. Can you scroll up? Does it say 18 years and up? Yes, it does. It does so then, indeed. Where does it say that? It says right there, yeah, 18 yeah, years hey, and look up. look at that. Where, where exactly is it? Uh, reading age and the little, the, the icons. That, like that, that, uh, no, like the, the, all the row of icons. Down. Oh, here, here, here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so specifically, and it's not even a, it's not a kid's book. They no, say it's not. historical and bio- biographical yeah. fiction graphic novel. So 18 years and up. So why would anyone complain that it's not allowed in schools? Yeah. Although I guess they're you, perverts who want to groom kids. Yeah. It's yeah. Really yeah. It. yeah. Or they're ignorant and they're mm. foot soldiers for a, a mass movement of psychosis. I've been mm. using that word psychosis. I know, but it I, is. Don't, I don't think it's possible to dozens, look at this book and claim ignorance. Dozens, New York Times, dozens of schools pulled it from library shelves. Yes. Republican officials in North and South Carolina, Texas, and Virginia called for the book's removal. Sometimes labeling it pornographic. Mm. Okay, but suddenly Kababe was at the center of a nationwide battle over which books belong in schools. Yo, Amazon says eighteen and up. The scandal <laughs> is that these were in schools in the first yeah. place. Isn't there yeah. constantly too like a blue state red state debate where you know blue states go these are the books we don't think are appropriate and you know it'll be like. Mm-hmm. Huck, Huckleberry Finn or something. Yeah, yeah, to kill like, a mockingbird. Or whatever, you know, like yeah. they, they just, they kind of go back and forth and they just, they, it's weird that they have their, it's usually but, race but, and sex. And but hold on, hold on. Look, if the left, this, this is the derangement and the twisted nature of the activist left. Any, any leftist could come out and start speaking out against this and be like, this book shouldn't have been in there. We don't see it. We see the defensive. We see the New York Times defense of it. They do come out and talk about, you know, Huckleberry Finn. Oh, it's got old racist terminology. It shouldn't be in the schools. It's racist and insensitive. There was a, there was a big story about a kid who complained because they had to read the book and the book uses the N-word. And it's just like, okay, that's a book which is contextual history. It was written for a period, in, during a period, and we can address that critically and talk about it. That's fair. This book is literally labeled 18 and up and depicts sex acts between 
hum- between people, mm. and that shouldn't be for children. Yeah, and right. it's just something some pervert made because they want to show children and warp them. It's not mm. as if this is something that's part of America's foundational classical literature that it would be important for a kid to know. What concerns me is when someone is warped as a child and then grows up and warps children the same mm-hmm. way they were warped, like the cycle of abuse, you know, physical abuse. A kid's beat by their parents, they grow up, and then they beat their kids. I hate to see the same thing happen with sexual abuse. And so I'm not saying that transgenderism is sexual abuse, but I would be afraid that some of it maybe no, some of no, their, it's the exploitation. Right. When, when people are abused, their minds get pretty crazy. Sometimes when you have abusers masquerading as the LGBTQ positive, whatever we've seen this, they 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 they, they try and sneak it under the radar. They make they make people look bad. They make the whole community look bad. But I think the left is so instinctive to defend any and all. You end up with bad people getting away with bad things because they'll just feign being part of some community. I want to mention Huckleberry Finn's in the Library of Congress. Good. Uh, 1876 published. Yeah. It was Mark all, Twain. I read like the first third of the book. I remember it was awesome. It I was honestly, I'm story. trying to think now too. I'm like, I honestly think when I was in high school, maybe not, maybe elementary school, but we did read it. And like, you know, you read it out loud. And I was like, man, if you were that kid who got that page, oh, watch yeah. out. <laughs> is that the one where, God damn, where Huck was going down the river <laughs> on the raft with Jim? Or is that Huck and Jim on the yeah, river? Yeah, 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 yeah. That book's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, it's all the time. But yeah, it's like if you, especially now. PBS banned Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Mm-hmm. Why is Huck Finn constant, consistently landed on the list of banned and challenged books? Because it talks about race and stuff like that. He uses the N word. So, but I mean, it's absolutely. Not, it, but it's in a, the Jim is like the black guy and, and they're good friends. Huck like has massive yeah. respect for the guy. Well, isn't the, isn't the point of the story that like he's belittled for his race and it's completely unfair? Yeah. Yeah, he sees past that. Like. It's such a good book, man. It was such a, I, I didn't finish the book, but it was can't, so can't, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that good. good. I, was, I was 12, I think, good. when I read it. You can't allow it, but adult material that Amazon says is for 18 and up. Mm-hmm. Just, just, can we just, can I, my friends, if ever someone comes to you and they're like, what are you talking about? And, you know, what's going on? And they don't believe you when you tell them weird stuff's happening. Just go to Amazon, look up the book Gender Queer, and say, what age is the recommendation? And, uh, whoa, this just came out. Yeah. Whoa, this just broke right now. What? Yeah. Let me just finish that point. Yeah, yeah, finish your point. Show yeah. them the genderqueer cool. thing. <laughs> show, this is, this is groundbreaking, but show them the genderqueer thing. Show them the banning from schools and show them the outrage. And ladies and gentlemen, do we have Holy major breaking Roe v. Wade is gone. Yeah, baby. Woo. Oh, that is beautiful. Whoa. That is a very good day for this country. There you go. That is this incredible. Is, this is, this I is. I want to read more. I just saw the, the first tweet about Oh my goodness. Supreme Court has voted to overturn wow. Roe v. Wade. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. Justice Alito writes, initial majority draft circulated inside the court. Oh my, whoa, this is nuts. This is incredible. Now, is you know, now here's, here's the funny country. thing. Whenever, whenever issues of left and right comes up, they say, when is Tim going to defend abortion rights? And I just want to say one thing very clearly. When they come out and they're like, the left hasn't gone left and the right has gone right. My entire life, the Republicans wanted to ban abortion outright. Do you know what the Republicans want to do today? They've gone so far right, they want to ban abortion hey, still. That. that hasn't changed. <laughs> mm-hmm. The yeah. left used to be in favor of some restrictions, like a compromise. Now they want it completely unrestricted. I'm not going to defend you on that. I want restrictions. The, so, so here's wh- here's where we are. With this is this is 8:32 p.m. breaking. Mm. The Supreme Court has voted to strike down the landmark Roe v. Wade decision. <sighs> this is nuts, according to initial draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito. 
The draft opinion is a full-throated, unflinching repudiation of the 1973 decision, oh which guaranteed federal constitutional protections of abortion rights and a subsequent 1992 decision, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, that largely maintained that right. Wow. We hold that Rowan Casey must be overruled. He writes in the document labeled as the opinion of the court, it is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. Wow. I just want to I just want to point out, like, during the show, Lydia will, like, pull up a story. Yeah. It's like something's <laughs> yeah. happening. But usually it's like, oh, we'll get to that. And yeah, then yeah. I saw this and I'm, like, trying to make my point, And I'm just like. <laughs> so what's he saying? That it becomes a state issue? State yes, to state? yes. Yeah. And this is because they strike down Roe v. Wade, everything that every subsequent. Uh, court hearing that was based on Roe v. Wade is now struck as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're saying it'll be what in two months. Planned. Now? Oh, okay. Pla- oh, wow. Says? There's going to be a lot of abortions wow. between now and then. <laughs> this is this is earlier than we thought. I thought it was yeah. going to come out in yeah. June. Yeah. What's Planned Parenthood versus Casey? This is incredible. What I mean, that is off the top of your head? Planned, Planned Parenthood v. Casey. What are you asking me? 1992 court case. It Planned was, Parenthood v. Casey. I'm not sure. Simply put, using the context clues, oh, yes. it was a, an additional case in a similar vein that reaffirmed the rights of abortion federally. Mm. Wow. I mean, this is extremely good news. I was not expecting to be this happy at the end of my day today. Um, well, that's it. I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, this. I mean, this right, is incredible. Right. So many Here's children a quote from are going saved. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. And far from bringing about a national settlement of the abortion issue, Roe and Casey have inflamed debate and deepened mm. division. I'll just say this: this is there. There is no there. There is no middle ground in the issue of abortion. There's there's none. There has been attempts at compromise. That's what it used to be: safe, legal, and rare. That's where my family was. My, my I remember you know my family. My dad would say. It's always wrong, but, you know, sometimes there's issues where we don't know if we have the right and the government and stuff like that. So it's always a more libertarian approach. What we're seeing now from the left is the argument that it's constitutionally enshrined to terminate the life of a baby, which goes well beyond any position I've ever held. But I've always been in the more libertarian position, which is a very difficult position because there's serious moral challenges to it that I don't have the answers to. So I don't have a strong moral position other than... It is a crazy thing that it really like splits right down the middle. Like I feel like if you just took a random subset of five thousand Americans, ten, it would be right like fifty fifty. But there's no. It's be, it's because on the the uh, on the on the merits of the argument, there is no middle. Mm-hmm. There's there's no rational be. compromise. Yeah. Like on the there's, legal, there's no, it's not possible. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. no there's no compromise, and it's also fascinating because when you consider the fact that the Supreme Court case on gay marriage was wow. decided ten years ago, and basically the entire population is in favor, or a very large majority of the population is now, and you can lose your job basically for saying you aren't. And then you consider the fact that Roe v. Wade was decided, what, 50 years ago? and like 73, I think. Yeah, and so many people have maintained their opposition to it. So the left never saw the cultural shift that they wanted to with it. Uh, thank God for that. This is a, a really incredible day. I mean, there are millions and millions of children who are not going to be slaughtered because of this. And so often, the right loses fails to take ground and just allows the left to advance more slowly. Today, we have experienced one of the most incredible experiences that we could as a movement, because if we stand for anything, it has to be innocent life. I uh, I remember when they they were, t- I remember them talking about when Roe was passed, there was a growing approval of abortion among the states. And when this happened, they were like, approval changed like people stopped approving of it and i honestly hope that this is the first in a long series of steps that we take to send these issues back to the states 
I am very hardline on abortion, but this has always been a state's issue. It should have always belonged to the states because this is not something that was given to the federal government in the Constitution. And the Tenth Amendment is extremely explicit about this. Anything that's not given to the federal government should be left to the states because the states are much more in tune with what a smaller subset of the population that live in that area think and believe. What so about hold on, hold waters? on there a minute. So I'm I'm trying to tweet this out, but this is an initial draft yes. of the majority opinion. It seems extremely likely this is what's going to happen, but it was leaked. Right. So it is still early. And the fear is because it was leaked, the left will now launch some kind of... Well, that's why they leaked it. Yeah, it says right. it will not be final do... until it's published like yeah, in the next right. two months. So it seems extremely likely it will happen. But what if the left goes nuts? What, what if, if they're going what to? If? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what <laughs> if? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Sure. My point yeah. is, what if by then they change their vote? Oh. Mm. Well, don't they, don't they have a majority? Because I think you went down and said they, it was all – is it five to four? And what happens if Antifa goes and burns down a bunch of cities and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, we, we changed our votes. We, that, was a, that was a draft. We, we, we don't agree. Do you think that would change their minds or would that set them harder? I think I actually – I don't know if you guys – do you guys hear that? I think it's the lady from the, the Women's March. You know, you know. <laughs> She's shrieking. You can hear yeah, her. Like She's I think I can hear her. Do you hear that? Yeah. I hear that. Like, yeah. Roe v. Wade. Growing up, Roe v. Wade was like the gold standard from my my liberal mother family. It was always like, you know, we got Roe v. Wade. We like that's part of, and that was only six years before I was born. But I guess that was like such an intrinsic part of Yo, women's rights. This is according to my parents' generation. I'm oh gonna say God. the two magic words. Oh boy, you guys ready for the two magic Yo. words? Uh oh. Does anybody know what those magic words are gonna be? I don't know if you would, Danny. Seamus, Sh- you're it, fired. It's happening. We got a no, we got a Ron Paul call no. back. <laughs> yeah. No? The, the, the two words that Tim Pool likes to bring up. Um, touch of the C. Second word, W. Can't win. Chicago White Sox. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Civil War. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Nah. Stephen Marsh. Yeah, I, I've got I've got a tweet. Can I grab here. the musket. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there you go. I have a Civil War musket. It's never been actual, used. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Keep the powder dry. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your powder YouTube dry. YouTube does yeah. a lot of stuff. Right. Uh, okay. uh, I actually do have a Civil War Union. I'm a dumb Canadian. Min- I don't, <laughs> I don't okay, know. Listen, rules. listen, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know these rules. You need to hear this. <laughs> Stephen Marsh. We had on the show. Wrote a book called The Next Civil War. Yeah. I think that's what it's called, right? I believe so. Yeah. He wrote he wrote a follow up article saying that he believed abortion had the potential to be a similar moral catalyst. Now I I've been saying that as well. I want to read this for you. This is from Dan Diamond, who is a Washington Post reporter who said, quote, no, uh, he's quoting, I think, from, from an article. He says, no draft decision in the modern history of the court has been disclosed publicly while a case was still pending. Mm. This is full on sabotage yep. of our federal government by a political faction. Mm. We cannot survive. If uh, after hearing this news. If in two months they say, due to extenuating circumstances and extreme political pressure, we've changed our position, what do you think is going to happen in this country? Well, who leaked it? That's what I want to know. So what is this uh, This opinion that Alito issues? Does he only issue it to the other ju- justices? The other well, it sounds like justices? they all voted for it. And then totally know. having to move back to Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, so one of these, one of these ju- they probably did it in a closed room. I don't know the process. But one of these justices may or may not have leaked this to one of their aides. And then that aide leaked it to the press or the justice just leaked it to the press. Either way, this to me is evidence that we need to get rid of all of them and put new justices in. That Nine new Supreme Court justices? If, if one of them is corrupt, A that clerk. entire system is – if they're, if one of those justices – Everything's corrupt. Clerk, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean yeah. then the, the we can't, keep, we can't no. keep justice opinions secret anymore. And what about it's, if it's it's gonna they be get the next nine opinion. 
through a reality TV show. Very Yo, American this style. is this is crazy. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah. I mean, I would, everybody I would, would watch it. I wouldn't be happy with that. <laughs> it's like The Apprentice. It's Trump. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and you've got thirty-five candidates, yeah. and he's yeah. like, "You're too far left. Get out." You get a rose. Quite yes. frankly, yes. I, I don't like I don't like the decisions you've made in the past. To be honest, I don't think I want to. I want to. I want to. President say, should wanna, not uh, be putting people in the court like that. That is insane. Branches, yeah. It's it's that's not how it, that's how it's been doing for two hundred years. That's how it's worked. I know, but it's just insane. No, no, that no, 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 no. There's a confirmation process. Yeah, but it's like a it's like and a crown court. And it's like the the Senate Bro. gets to do it. It's not even that people don't even have a say. It's crazy. I wanna I wanna I wanna say a few words, my friends. So every winter, things calm down because people are indoors and they can't go out and do crazy things. And every winter for the past eleven years or ten years as I've been covering conflict, winter comes around and everyone says, I guess it's all over. The riots and the protesting and everything is done. And I'm like, dude, it's snowing outside. Okay? Give it, give it a few months, and in the summer, you're going to see it get crazy again. And then I was thinking about this just uh, recently because Stephen Marsh wrote that article that abortion could be – he says abortion is a similar moral issue to what slavery was for the Civil War. And I've talked about that. And then I was like, I wonder if a lot of people are still thinking that there's not going to be some escalation. And then I'm just like, I genuinely believe something will occur that will be an unprecedented escalation. Hmm. We have never – like this. Accord- this is what they're saying. Never has a draft leak of a Supreme Court decision been leaked in modern history. It is unprecedented. This is one of the most dramatic escalations that there are Supreme Court justices. Sure. As Ian mentions, I don't know if we get rid of all of them who who's have staff or someone leaked this to the press, mm. just undercutting our entire system of governance. I'm really worried about what's going to happen over the next two months. But, hey, man, don't be surprised if you see rioting and smashing of windows oh, and just disruption. That'll be a bear. But, but listen. Yeah. Term yeah. limits. Lumber that's just, futures. Just, that's the right. status quo yeah. now. But yeah. look, look, look. I don't believe the left holds this as to the same moral standard as the right does. To the right, it's a very strong moral issue. To, to, to the left, it's a tribal issue that they talk about sometimes. Mm. But here's what I was thinking. If the ruling came out, I didn't think that there would be mass rioting over this. The reason was the ruling is done. What they would do is they would start petitioning and being like, we've got to win and we've got to get the courts. We've got to win the midterms. Putting the, de- the decision out two months early is perfect for the people who would, who would riot. Now, mm-hmm. I genuinely believe we may see riots because they want to influence yeah. what the vote actually is. Now, excuse my ignorance about the – but does the elections not factor into this because the Supreme Court they – do, They do not. Yeah, it wouldn't, right? Because so, the Supreme Court set. Right. Unless you need someone to die or step, step down, down in order yeah. to change that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is the Supreme Court that currently exists. They're not elected. They're, they're appointed Point and it. confirmed. The president says, I want this person to be a Supreme Court justice. Then uh, the Senate then says, yay or nay. So typically, if the Senate is controlled by party A, but the president is of party B, you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you usually need a presidency and yeah, a Senate majority, of the same yeah. party or the, at least same politics to make something like this happen. This is... This is going to get crazy. Yeah, they should have term Yesterday limits. Was May Day. They should be voted in. Yeah, and May then first confirmed. month of Mary. It should be a vote. The people should vote on Supreme Court justices at this stage, and there should be four-year term limits. I disagree because once you get that vote in there, you get the influence, you get the concern about possibly being reelected or whatever. And if people vote and make that decision, they're like, "Oh, we regret it. We're going to recall them." I feel like there's so much more solid, um, so much more of a solid factor when you have the president put them into place, and then they don't have to worry about a reelection. Mm-hmm. And because it is a lifetime appointment, they don't shift so much with the tide as regular politics. Right. No, no thing. re-election. You get four years and you're out. Yeah. No re- I don't yeah. want justices concerned about running for office mm-hmm. ever. No, no, no. 
it's it's good that we have at least one branch, in my opinion, that is for life. Kind yeah. of unchanged. In Canada, Why? in for Canada, life? the Senate's Why? for yes. life. Yes, yeah. Lydia just explained it. Yeah, but look how Canada's doing. With, look, yeah, with not great. Crude, <laughs> not great. <laughs> <laughs> not great. Um, <laughs> you don't we, we, putting we, people we, in in charge of the country for life is like a dictatorship. But it's you, crazy. We have three branches. Yeah, only Ian, one branch, yeah. and they can impeach them. Yeah. So can. Congress can impeach a justice. The president appoints. Senate confirms. And we've got the elected president. We've got the elected elected members of Congress. They all have varying degrees to their to their terms. Congress is two years. Senate is six. The presidency is four. That's a good thing. Senate so needs term. Has that ever too. happened? Uh, Supreme Court what? justice getting impeached. Um, Was Thomas the closest? Did they try? No, no, they didn't try to impeach him. They didn't try to impeach him. No, no, no. I think but they, they tried to prevent him from being. Or they tried to prevent him from right, being right, right, accusing him of untoward behavior. Indeed. But my, the point is. Some people are appointed for life, and I think it's a good thing because, as Lydia pointed out, they don't they don't change the tides. They stick to their positions. There there needs to be an anchor. Mm-hmm. Congress is very quick. Every two years, you get a who knows what. Yeah. Although some people never leave, and then the Senate is six years, which is a bit longer, and the presidency is four. These different amounts of time allow there to be anchor positions so the country doesn't just implode instantly. Uh, unfortunately, it's not working so well because the country looks like a, a very slow implosion. Also, it took the Federal Reserve to come in and take over the country and now abuse our system and put these people in power for life and then pay, pay them off in the background. Wait. Yeah, there's been three impeachments of justices. The second one in 1804. Yeah, yeah, they're like old, like for drunkenness and insanity. They oh, impeach yes. the guy. Yep, well, you can't just be drunk and be a. <laughs> you can't be a crazy drunk guy. Yeah, yeah. that's. I think there should be a rule. I don't want there the needs job. to be one yeah. Supreme Court justice who is a drunk. Samuel Aren't they Chase. supposed to represent the nation all the time? He's he's the he's the tiebreaker and he's that drunk guy, yeah. all the time. Just drunk lit and, up on moonshine and crazy. Yes. Well, they'll be. You give him enough. You give him that triple X moonshine. Seamus, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I can't make a prediction here. Um, I very much hope that this is official, that it is overturned. I know it appears as if this was leaked early. I'm not in the business of making predictions in this day and age, but let's keep praying. Let's keep Let praying. me tell you, you know what the problem is with you, Seamus? With yeah. you, you conservative types? What's the problem with us? <laughs> you are satisfied mm-hmm. by the by restriction on abortion mm-hmm. going to the states? I'm where, not satisfied no, by not. it. Oh, I'm no. not at all. No, I no. think we need to go further. No, yeah. Yeah, I would make it illegal nationwide if possible. Right, but what, me, if they, me, what if they me, take let, a let boat out to it. international waters and do it? No. Then, let, I mean, me, you do, you prosecute them the same way you would to somebody who took a boat out to international waters to kill their already born child. Yeah. Let me reframe it. I was trying to be, I was trying to be, uh, oh. sly. But, uh, <laughs> conservatives very I'm much. I'm bad at that. That's the conservative problem. Yeah. <laughs> conservatives will very much be satisfied by saying it's a state's rights issue. Mm-hmm. Whereas the left outright's like ban, like we want unfettered access nationwide no matter what. The left takes the extreme position. The right settles with the compromise. Generally speaking, yeah. That's usually how the right operates. It's very sad. I think it is starting to change. More conservatives are waking up to the fact that trying to meet in the middle is not working for them. Mm. Yeah, it's going to get crazy. What's come about with the whole Texas, the the rule that they have with like oh, the six yeah. weeks yeah, and yeah, they, they, like the suing? And didn't dude, another it's state? It's done. Uh, all, but all but the, what has actually like happened since? Uh, other states passed similar Yeah, didn't what, Louisiana or something? Or yeah, Mississippi, I, I think. Arkansas, or like yeah, Oklahoma. Which one? Let me, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Right now, I assure you, there are tons of red states that are immediately drafting outright bans, knowing Wyoming. that in two yeah. months, they've won. I don't understand, so, though. If, if doctors do it, then they're going to go to prison? A bunch of women do it? Are well, they all going to go to prison? Didn't, uh, was it? Wanna load up now my the doctors would go to prison, yeah. But I want to, I want to, I want to ask you guys some questions. Uh, no, yeah. I've asked this question, I've asked this question, um, I think only in the members only before, but I have a, a question. Hmm. If, you saw someone about to kill another person. Oh, yeah. 
you are legally allowed to protect the life of others. So if an evil man was pinning down another man, choking him, you could use lethal force against the aggressor to save the life of the person being harmed. In, in most circumstances, obviously, if it's like there's a cop who's, mm-hmm. you know, attacking somebody because they're fighting and you intervene, you might get in trouble. But if the cop was actually trying to kill, the, like just strangle the guy out, maybe. So here's the point. If Roe v. Wade is overturned and in red states, they pass laws outright saying an unborn child is a life and a doctor is about to perform an abortion. What would happen if someone intervened to protect the life of that child as per the law of their state? This is where I think we get into civil war territory. Yeah. Because now it's getting scary. Well, you're going to get like the bombing of abortion clinics coming back. That's different. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying people will be doing it under that guise where they're saying but vigilante what, justice. There, if, there's, if there's no legal distinction between saving the life of a child and an unborn child because they are legally the same thing, and you have a doctor who's like, I am going to now perform the, the incision on the spine, and someone says, I will stop you by any means necessary— you might end up with stories where the courts say it was self-defense to stop the killing of that child. That's what, so I think that's where we can get into civil war territory. I'm concerned about miscarriages, man. Like a, a six month pregnant woman falls down and hits her stomach and the baby dies. And then what are they going to charge her with manslaughter because she didn't protect and defend the baby's life? She allowed it into a dangerous I, situation. I, 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 well, think, I guess in this sense, it would be what the actual procedure of right. Well, then you're going to see a bunch of women falling over and landing on their stomachs. Ian, there are people. Yeah, yeah probably. maybe. I mean, there, just there, like they I did. But, well, when there, abortion was illegal and they had, what, all the back alley so there, abortions? It, I'm sure some yeah, women will so, find a way if I don't, they're I don't, so, I don't, like... I don't know if that's true. No, yeah, so are, there were back alley abortions. All the supposed numbers of women who died from back alley abortions were literally completely fabricated. Bernard Nathanson, who founded NARAL, admitted later on in his life after he actually converted and became pro-life because he saw the errors of his ways that he was literally just making all of it up. Um, but, yeah, that's Ian, the answer to that question. Right now, there are people who will be driving their car. No, I'll tell you a story from my neighborhood. There was an old man driving his car, and he ran over a 14-year-old girl. And when he went, boom, 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 he stopped, put the car in reverse, and backed up, <gasps> not knowing what he hit, and crushed her head like a melon. Oh. He did not get charged. Oh. <clears throat> uh, why? Because in order to charge someone, you need several criteria. And an accident like this with an old guy, they said he wasn't negligent. He was just an old guy driving, and he hit somebody panicked and killed her he didn't see the person before he hit they they uh he didn't see her he was driving normally he was driving the speed limit he was doing everything right but he was just a bad driver and uh, my understanding is i don't think he got uh, i'm pretty sure he didn't get charged they just took his license away from him Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who do things like you could be driving down the you could be driving and someone it can be pitch black on on a road and someone jumps in front of your car and you hit him and you don't get charged and they'll be like you were driving you should have seen him didn't a politician, didn't that happen to a politician where he said he hit a deer? Well, I think he's getting charged. Yeah, well, because he, well, he lied. He was like, I think I hit a deer and he hit a person. I was, and they're like, we found glasses. My point is, my your, point is, geez. I really oh, doubt. That's brutal. I think in the circumstance where you're driving your car and you hit somebody mm-hmm. and it was a, a, a real accident where the person jumped out in front of you and it wasn't, you were, you were doing everything right, you might still get charged. If it's a woman who has a miscarriage and it goes to the hospital, 
I think it may happen, but it'll be extremely rare that it, that the cops are going to be like, let's lock her up. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, there you'd have to find me an example of that actually happening. I know a couple of years ago there was a story where a woman put like a fully developed unborn child in a dumpster and so mm-hmm. they, i think they were investigating to see whether or not the child like was born and then she put it in the dumpster or if it was a miscarriage but i don't know of any examples of any of the states where abortion is currently restricted or illegal where women are pursued for having miscarriages in fact in the ones that we've seen the penalty only falls upon the doctor yeah you can't really tell if it was an intentional destruction of the fetus through mis- miscarriage or if the woman actually miscarried that's why it's well, scary to me about charging people for that in a place where abortion is illegal but you i mean in abortion procedures after a certain point they actually go in there and they rip the child out piece right. by well, they, piece they, they, you they would snip be able the to spinal tell. cord yeah mm-hmm. they take a, a tool to cut the base of the neck and then start dismembering it and yeah we, we've talked about this yeah, in these, no these exposés. It's like I, I think what's going to happen now is these there, there were a wave of red states that were passing these like 16-week ban, 11-week ban, and that was the catalyst for getting to the Supreme Court. And then the Supreme Court said, we're going to go beyond your argument for your 16-week ban. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Now, I think red states will just be like, okay, many of these same states I'm willing to bet right now are drafting up absolute bans like oklahoma already did one i wonder if they just have them ready to go they're just been they do yeah, yeah undergo- like, like you know break well there's there's two things wyoming there's, does there's trigger glass you know break glass and yes. Yes. <laughs> there's trigger laws yes that as soon as it's that say as soon as roe v wade is overturned they instantly go into effect but what i'm saying is right now states seeing that roe v wade has not been overturned yet but it will be are gonna make them they're gonna pass a law right mm-hmm. now and be like you can't sue us because we're going to win in two months anyway, so good luck. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, hopefully. maybe you guys can explain to me why in some states, in some instances, it is a double homicide if a pregnant mother is killed, like in the case of Lacey Peterson, and in other cases, it's not. Does it just depend on what the mother wants? I, w- I would argue that Roe v. Wade should have made that absolute nationwide. If you're going to argue that abortion can be done in any state in the country— that with without you know with only certain limitations, then you should not be able to charge someone for killing a fetus, right? Because that would mean that the Supreme Court said you could kill children, right? That is consistent, yeah. Right. So, getting rid of this now, now it makes sense that some states might say it's a crime, and some sites might some states might say no. Right. It's possible that Antifa loses their mind over this, but I will say that possible. I kind of hope that okay, it's, it's unlikely. Not yeah, it seems likely. It might happen. <laughs> it might happen. But I do hope that this will be a red pill for the Supreme Court justices, and then they can look at this and say, okay, this is definitely something that is should not be in the control of the Supreme Court. It should be, at the very least, left to the individual states and at possibly banned outright because every single state has prohibitions against murder, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think that this would be the closest comparison we could make at this point in time, although you could also say slavery. But if every single state has prohibitions against murder, then you should also be able to say that every single state should have similar prohibitions against abortion. We haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, exactly. So one Maybe. argument that people will make when they say abortion should be left up to the states, even though they believe it's murder, is that generally whether murder or how to prosecute murder is left up to individual states. Right. But that doesn't really hold water because it's not as if states are able to say murder is altogether legal here and we're not going to go after anyone for committing it. I think the federal government would yeah. step in at that point. So I do believe there's very good reason I to will, ban abortion uh, at the federal level. Hmm. I think... Every leftist nightmare is now about to uh, uh, occur. That if you live in a city like New York or Chicago or Los Angeles, nothing will change. Yeah, <laughs> literally nothing. 
There's, yeah. Because Roe v. Wade just returns the right to the states, and those states already legalize. Well, I will. There will be one thing changing in New York, which is I know so many like women who honestly thought it was uh, like Handmaid's Tale. Like we're just like we're living in the Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> yeah. and they were saying it pretty hyperbolically before, and now it's going to be like for them it'll be like a little like, oh, yeah, in their minds, a little is, less. Yeah. They're going to be like, no, it literally is Handmaid's Tale. Everything is Handmaid's is Tale ha- all the yeah. time. <laughs> it is. I, I know people. I've had conversations. Their, I know. I had a conversation with a girl at a comedy club, and she was. Crying. This was wow. before COVID what? even happened. And she was, she was in tears being like, no, it's literally like the Handmaid's Tale right now. And me and Ryan Long were laughing in her <laughs> face. <laughs> like, to the point where she's like, why are you laughing? And we're like, oh. we got to go outside. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we have to excuse ourselves. And now... So the conservative states behind the glass, they have these bills, and then in left-wing states, they have the Handmaid's Tale behind the glass. It's like breaking Oh, that's going to be, be a hot costume this year in blue states. Right. No, 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 no. In right blue states. states, they have the, the, the thing that says break, break the glass in case of, you know, uh, right-wing extremism, and it's already broken. There's no glass left. The book's, the book's gone. Yeah. It took it out 20 years oh, ago. Oh, that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. There's yeah. no book left. The woman runs. She goes, where's the book? Oh, it's not here. Like we, 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 we've got to refill it. We've got to put more books in. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like... The one book. Also, wait, can I just make a yeah. point? I, so the only books they ever reference are Harry Potter and Handmaid's Tale. It's like, okay, those are like television shows slash movies, so I know you didn't read them. Yeah, you Dude, didn't even wait, read wait. them. Dude, wait, wait. I got an idea. Oh, boy. The Handmaid's Potter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we should write it. The Harry yeah. Handmaid. <laughs> <laughs> Harry like Handmaid. That's a little different. <laughs> Harry Handmaid and the Sorcerer's Secret. Oh yeah. And uh, it's a book about Harry Handmaid and the Stone's Tale. The, Boom. <laughs> are the wizards the bad guys in this I one? Don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. They're like a religious sect, and they yeah. make all the women wear the black robes, and mm-hmm. they force them to be witches. Also, oh, yeah. it's funny because you, when you look at the synopsis of a Handmaid's Tale, it's like the men are able to have sex with all the women they want, and they're what? It's like is, isn't this supposed to be a Christian second. theocracy? Where right. it's all about monogamy and one man, one like this actually sounds more like the world as it is now, where really rich, wealthy dudes just sleep around with whoever they want, and then if she gets pregnant, they just kill the baby, and his wife has like the appearance kept up, but he's doing whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. It's much more yeah. in line with our is culture. Is that the now. plot of that show? I've never seen it. The, the whole I, I, now, I've never seen it either, right? Yeah. <laughs> but from what I understand, from what's been explained to me, it's basically that uh, there are women who are forced to carry children for men who basically own them. Isn't it like like uh, the population collapses? Mm, yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. Oh, so it's modern day. Let's pull up so Handmaid's it's like, Tale. It's like post-apocalyptic, and then so the Christians, like Christian theocracy takes over, and they're like, we need babies, so the women have to have babies, and so they, the women are just forced to be you know, brood mares for the state. Mm, that was a George Carlin quote, by the way. There you go. The totalitarian, the, the totalitarian theocratic government estab- of Gideon's establishes a rule in the former United States, or I'm sorry, of Gilead established Gilead, yeah. establishes rule in the United States in the aftermath of a civil war. So, t- I mean, Tim, oh, you're always talking uh-oh. about civil war. Maybe you think it's a Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> I, I kind of think it's a Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Definitely, no. definitely Handmaid's definitely Tale. Definitely Handmaid. Look, we got to admit it. It is a Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Tomorrow on Fox News, you're gonna see the the different opinion commentators and journalists sitting together. Like, it's time to tell. Who is the Handmaid's Tale? Oh, there's, something, oh <laughs> there's something to it, and that isn't the Catholic Church's. The point of it was like, don't use birth control because we want to many Catholics born as possible and don't have sex with people out of wedlock make sure you stay in your Catholic union well it's it's make sure that you so that's part of the natural law though I mean that isn't specifically Catholic basically yeah, until religion. 50 years yeah, yeah until like every 50 years ago well, it was it every was, religion that it said was, um, like, wait till you're married and don't use birth control you know I, I don't know if you know this but monogamy started back uh, um, 
thousands of years ago because John Q. Monogamy Van- <laughs> didn't want his wife <laughs> messing around with other guys. Yeah. He said, we no, will. Um, it it was uh, originally humans would just, you know, Boy. have orgies, but uh, vampirism began to sp- spread. So oh, to yeah. contain the spread of the vamp- vampiric disease, everybody had to, to pair up. Otherwise, you know, you'd be a vampire. I was just thinking that about being it. a vampire earlier today. <laughs> you should, you should. As I was looking <laughs> in the mirror at my white, white skin, I haven't been outside in like three days. All oh, that geez. privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Genius, you should do a cartoon where the, the news anchors are reporting and then they're like breaking news, Roe v. Wade, and then the women take off their clothes to have Handmaid's Tale outfits underneath. Like, we told you this was coming! So I did a cartoon a while ago about the Supreme Court not forcing nuns to pay for uh, Plan B pills. And they're basically surrounded by these feminists. Like, my life is a handmade style. So I've done it. You guys should check it out. You guys should go watch that video right now. But uh, I mean, Mar- Margaret Atwood just bought a new boat. I'll tell you how much. <laughs> <laughs> she just read this. She goes, that just pay- bought me a new boat. Yeah. The handmade style has been renewed for like yeah. 30 seasons. She's on the phone right now. It's like, of course I saw the news. All right. <laughs> she's going to be, imagine she's like so evil. She's like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened for she's me. Like, she's like, saw the news. My publisher leaked it. <laughs> she's, right. she's like filling out a donation form to a bunch of Republicans <laughs> <laughs> she's like signing the check and then the phone rings and they're oh like don't God. send the check in she's like why it's done she goes ah and she tears good, it good good <laughs> everything's according to plan <laughs> yes so she's like the female uh what 1984 george orwell, orwell? Right? oh my gosh that's true she's like she's like the feminist spoiled modern liberal woman george orwell yeah but she got in trouble actually uh for some sort of gender um mistake she made as one so, does gender some sort of thing she does. she kind of <laughs> no like she's some sort of you know she said the wrong thing and then everybody who loved her instantly kind of she said it instead of they <laughs> so, like something very benign yeah. that that a 70 year old woman might make that mistake <laughs> And then she had people really turning She's like, her. my summer house just got one story bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it hilarious, though, that, like, that's something you can kind of say about – you either can say about everyone and anyone or will be able to say about anyone. <laughs> they got in trouble for something they said about gender. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. So – My life uh, is the handmaid's tale. I'll tell you that riots much. Are, riots are no riots. I'm, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaning towards – Riots maybe. just because we haven't had riots. By yet. the way – Like, if you're a rioter – yeah. You're, you're kind of getting itchy right now. Yeah, you know, sure. you've been like, how long has it been since the last riot? Wow. You broke that glass, bro. Yeah. yeah. In case of, in case of <laughs> anything. What, what, what's, what's like a black mask? Every, every target right now is calling up their wood guy being like, hey, we need you to come and board. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's true though. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet big chain stores right now, right now, I'm willing to bet executives high up at big box stores are sending out the alert. They're saying get notifications to every store. We want we want oh, them sure. ready to board up Locked at a down. moment's yeah. notice. I mean, I, I live right beside Union Square in New York. Like, I guarantee you, tomorrow or at least this weekend, there will be some huge thing, and you know, there's there will be some damage. Mm-hmm. Corporate is like, all in right, York, prepare the wood to board up yeah. the windows, and then PR prepare the letter of solidarity to tell the rioters we're standing with them That's as right. they burn our building. I mean, down. In, in New York, yeah, in New York, they don't need uh, like a logical reason to riot. Of course, no. <laughs> they, don't, they just are like, but but they my experience it. with New York is that they don't damage too much. I don't know about that. Soho was like destroyed. Really? really? Yeah. You mean too I mean, much relative to the amount of things there are to damage? Well, yeah, no, I guess. Like, yeah, maybe. But like in Minneapolis, they were burning down buildings and police stations. And in New York, there were no like, burnings, but there was yeah, some Jeff there was a lot of looting. Melt and, steel. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a I, there was a few police officers. There was the cop cars got Molotov cocktail. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's there right. was some. What concerns wow. me is that if there's a riot and the and the government really wants to go full regime totalitarian, they can send out the feds, martial law, crack it down, put these people in prison for life, totally turn on them, 
and then now we've got our militocracy. I'm not, uh, I'm do you not think the Biden because, administration would yeah, do that? Do I think I, he's such a with, psycho. Like he's so un, uncalculable and, and va- vapid that, yeah, I think he's the kind of guy that could go complete insanity. He just created a, uh, what is this, this, this put this woman in charge of his like disinformation regime? No, that's not oh. true. The disinformation regime. Oh, told I, oh that me was not disinformation true. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to believe. It's anymore. the information <laughs> government. I don't uh, trust any one guy to be in control uh, in general. But, but I trust totally a woman to be. It. Totally. <laughs> Amen. Because yeah. this control is not. This, we need yeah. more yeah. female power. It's not the handmade cell. I don't want to. I don't want to put that out there too much. That it could happen, but it could happen. It could happen. We're not. We're like two steps you know, away from a totalitarian you know, regime, military crackdown. You know what? Actually, be really funny if, like, instead of putting on hoodies and black bandanas, they all dress up like handmaids. Yeah, and they're like rampaging through New York with those red. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, like, you're bonnets. joking about this. But this is <laughs> this like gonna happen. We'll be seeing this like ASAP. <laughs> like these, these, uh, all these Antifa people decide to wear the handmaid's tail outfit to make a point, but then night falls and they go nuts, and they're just running around <laughs> in these dresses and bonnets, smashing. Oh windows. my goodness. And, but you know what's funny too is like the riots are going to be in liberal cities. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, before the, before the last presidential election, my area was boarded up. They're like, we Everything. hate Trump. So they're smashing up Democrat windows. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, sticking their, uh, sticking a stick in the spokes of their own bike, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. How could Trump do this? Destroy your own cities. Yeah, Great. But, good job. But that's actually a better meme for the people who live in the city who keep voting for these people. Mm. They vote for sympathizers for the rioters and then complain when their windows get smashed up. But you know, all right, maybe you shouldn't vote for it. In case you weren't alarmed enough, a vote for Democrats is a vote for people to riot in your city whenever yeah. politics doesn't go the way they want. Riots are dangerous, and I'm kind of I do advocate for bringing well, up the military. No, because I want to. I got to. I got to read this. Actually, no, the key paragraph that's being shared right now of a Handmaid's Tale. Deliberations no. <laughs> on controversial cases in the past have been fluid. Justices can and sometimes do change their votes as draft opinions circulate and major decisions can be subject to multiple drafts and vote trading, sometimes until just days before a decision is unveiled. The court's holding will not be final until it's published, likely in the next two months. Yep. They, several, are, they are saying in this article, riot now! What they're yep. saying is several of the justices have uh, expressed that they're severely depressed and don't know how they can go on in this world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Hillary Clinton said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> According to a report from close friend Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, man. Yeah, it's not going to be good to be yeah, any family be members of any of these uh, Supreme Court justices it's not for the next be, two months. It's yeah. not going to be good to be in any. Do they get Secret I, Service details if you're I'm a Supreme sure Court yeah. justice? I thought that Trump should have sent out the military to put a, put down the riots. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting that you mentioned that because I was going to say, do you really think that the Biden administration would crack down on Antifa? Because when you talk about the, like the disinformation um, act they're pushing through, that is 100% pointed toward the right. There's nothing going against the left from the Biden administration, and there never will be, I don't well, think. Well, they're useful idiots, and they'll they'll be True. thrown under the bus when it's time. That's mm. my concern. Oh, they legit leaked the actual entire PDF. Oh, everything? yeah, the whole thing, dude, it's leaked. Ooh. Wow. Oh, my. It's wild. Who 90 did pages. That's not cool. Yeah. Wow. Who did, who, I got to read this. Who put the wrong person in the group chat? 90 right, seriously? 98 pages. Oh, wow. wow. Um, do you know who got leaked to? Politico. Politico. Yeah. They licked it right to Politico, which is troubling to me because this is the branch of government that should not be political. It shouldn't be because, like I was saying earlier, they're not elected. They don't need to worry about an upcoming midterm or anything like that. They just need to focus on reading the Constitution and trying to follow it exactly as written. And this is the reason that they're kind of protected from the vicissitudes of elections is so they don't have to be influenced by politics. And this, to me, looks like they are trying to use Antifa against them, which is deeply troubling. 
Yeah, I mean, well, that's because Antifa is the militant arm of the Democratic Party. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there are, there are elected officials and celebrity activists bail those people out of jail whenever they riot and try to burn down yep. a city to intimidate the people in that city to adopt their policy. So it's yep. pretty straightforward at this you point. You think they're having fun at the Met Gala right now? Oh, oh dude, they're they loving it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I wore... Yeah. It's all screams. <laughs> they're on the ground rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have wore my I'm white melting. bonnet and red yeah. dress tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make exactly. a statement. I can't believe I wore my white dress. I should have worn my... Do you see that... That person wearing the weird, like, metallic no. outfit. The yeah. one? You know what? It's probably 20. I know. I bet, you, I bet you every <laughs> single person to take the microphone on stage tonight is going to say something that oh. they think is really brave. Mm. What is the point oh. of that Met Gala? Ugh, is no, it just no. it the, raised, it's, it's, well, the Met, uh, the Metropolitan Museum of, or whatever. The, it's to raise money for the museum. I I'm so sad we ruined. It's like a fundraiser, but then they, they, rich, rich they, they got, you know, rich elites and then they got all like the Hollywood and all that stuff wow. into it and made a whole production out of so it. So this says right now barricades are up around the Supreme Court building just minutes after reports. I'm telling you, my fire. house, my area is going to be on fire when I go yeah. home tomorrow. Yeah, do you, you need a couch, right. Danny? I, I, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. That's good. bold that you live right outside Union Square. I That's literally wild. live yeah. a actually few wild. blocks from Union Square. Danny, nice area. Yeah. We have a spare bedroom. <laughs> we, we have a bean bag. I'll just honestly just put me in the chicken coop. <laughs> okay. Just put me. I'll live yeah. in Chicken we'll City. <laughs> it's warm out just, there. Just yeah. do a five dollar super chat to release my breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mealworms. You're so shoving the chickens out. Like, I know this is so better than living in New York. <laughs> yeah, Twenty dollars gets you a joke. Oh, oh man. Hey, 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 hey. Chicken City is legit. <laughs> Way better nicer than New York City. Than New York City. I, it might be, yeah. it's, right now it is. No question. Yeah. Those chickens have a sense of purpose. I'm really you wondering. Know, I'm like, did if, I lock my door? Yeah. Oh, me, gosh. Let me tell you. It wouldn't matter, bro. I know. <laughs> if Antifa tried to riot in Chicken City, Roberto and Roberto Jr. would be going <laughs> would not out. allow it. Like, the cops in New York back off and then stand down, but not Roberto and Roberto Jr. Yeah. They'd be coming at you. They'd be drop kicking you. <laughs> and Antifa would, like, legitimately be scared of a chicken running to... I, I promise you. Yeah. I promise you. They go on there like, oh, we need more Tim geese. trains hate yeah. crime chickens to attack me while I'm Army fighting. Fascist release. Fascist, fascist chickens, yeah. This um, really is kind of the perfect storm bill because there's so much pent up rage from all the people who were ready to riot after the election who didn't because they won. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, no, no. People probably just had like, you know, cases of Molotov cocktails like, ready to go. Riot blue balls. Yeah. No, it really is though. <laughs> yeah. They were ready to go. There was everything was boarded up and then they go, ah, like it was kind of <laughs> shot. They go, ah, we no, won. I- it's, it's like, it what do we gonna, do now? It was going to be the Super Bowl of riding. It was. And they're wearing like hockey masks and they're like, let's go. Okay, and they're like, Biden go. wins. And they're like, <sighs> but now, now they're like, finally. And it's getting warm. Perfect. And, oh, and, and they'll get to ride again in June. Yeah. You're supposed to, are you not supposed to this smash riots to oblivion if they happen in your country? You're actually New York supposed City. to like smash them as they, so it's difficult. I've heard different theories on this. I've heard some people say that part of the reason it's so difficult to govern over something like that is because you really have to like nip it in the bud early. But when you do that, it can appear as if you're cracking down and people are being peaceful. But like as soon as any violence starts, you have to, you have to just immediately remove any violent element because like fire, it spreads. Well, yes. but also the problem is, is that that's kind of how, what they're saying they're doing with like in Ottawa and stuff. Mm, they were trying to say true. that and that was total like bull. Like, yeah. you know, especially the one right now with the um the what is it the the bikers right because they had they had the the convoy before and then now they have the bikers and they just straight up came out and they go oh you know we got to make sure there's no like hate crimes and, all, and you're like this is yeah. not on the table like but you're just kind of saying this to plant the seed brian yeah. tyler cohen says when we expand the court this will be why hmm. because you lost oh, yeah yeah this country's well, exactly. being ripped to shreds yeah they just can't outright ripped to shreds yeah mm-hmm. to shred it's antiquated 
it was written, Rogan says this from time to time. It was, it was created in a time when people rode on horseback and wrote with quills and on paper and, and they had to go to Washington DC to partake in the day. Now we're all I, like I, I phone calling and I disagree. That's like saying the circumference of the earth, earth was calculated at a time when people were carving stone in tablets and parchment. I mean, certainly we shouldn't believe. No. Yeah, but uh, we didn't oh, have like Stoicism was, was created at a time when men yeah. wore ba- bath sheets That's right. Right. I mean, and bathed no. in public. Just <laughs> demanding that they have to be in Washington is a vulnerability and also slows down the process. I don't. No, that, that's actually. Don't worry. They don't show Ian, up Ian, a lot Ian, of the time. Ian, bro, bro. You got to read political philosophy, political science. The reason why we require our politicians to travel around the country to D.C. is that throughout history, we, our, the founding fathers knew the further away leadership was from a capital, the more corruption would expand. So you needed some kind of oscillation to keep the culture moving closer and then, with, and then, and then outside. If you have a capital and that – look at the Roman Empire – the further you got away from it, the less the laws mattered and everything started falling apart. But then you have video chat. So like distances warped. Time and distance are kind of the same thing. When you can – There's a reason why we don't video chat people on this show because these mm-hmm. these lefty guys on Twitter will smack talk and scream and you'll say, come on the show to have a real conversation. Then when you go live, they'll bring some other random person is or person in to go, oh, we smack down. So I don't play those games. Well, if you're under say, oath as a you, government official, then you're not going to swerve in some No, idiot. no. The issue is you need to sit down with people and have to confront them and look them in the eyes. If you're debating, yeah. But if you're just making a vote, like they had on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, they had no, a, a witnesses don't. actually telecommuted in for they the don't, first they, time they, they've they ever seen they it. They don't vote. No, they just came in and gave so testimony. So, so I yeah. think they should have to go in, and that's why but I they don't even have to. When Marjorie Taylor Greene goes in and says, "I want a roll call vote," and then everyone's forced to come in, that's why I like what she's doing. But they don't. That's the they, problem. Is they do. She got them to that when time. When the Freedom Caucus does their watch, remember it's they told just, us this. They have to, the Freedom Caucus because they're all crooked. The Freedom Caucus has to have one person constantly there saying roll call vote, so it forces all of the members of Congress to do their jobs. But That's a good thing. And if they but, didn't have to be there, they'd never go there. And they'd be like, just sign me off on yes on all of them, and I'm going to go fundraise. And there's there's another problem the is they're, they're running yeah, for re-election. Right. That's another problem, too. The whole system's busted up beyond uh, beyond repair. Is that safe, safe to yeah. say? Well, Thomas Jefferson had a bold quote, which I don't know if we should say, but it is a historical quote about the Tree of Liberty, which oh, everyone yeah. probably understands. Intriguing and water. There's a general idea He'd that deleted from YouTube every yeah. <laughs> every every couple hundred years we need to have like a reassessment of where we're at with our laws and how they're working. The problem with that is if the left is in Congress and we do a reassessment, they're going to be like, we will now strip the rights of half this country away because we have half plus one. Yep. So it's like, how do you do it? I think that the the the, the, system, the constitutional amendment process is is fairly good. It's allowed us to protect ourselves from. Uh, democratic tyranny the tyranny of the majority there are there are there are crazy evil people who will lie cheat and steal to gain power and it's not hard for them to rally a bunch of dumb people to destroy the constitution but it's really hard to do with the system we have if all they had to do was rally 51 percent 50.01 percent of people to take away your rights your rights would be gone they would find some way to do it so i I like the system we have but I, i certainly think the amendment process is the means by which we fix it and change it yeah but it's also the way we can destroy it like the 16th amendment created income tax that's true <laughs> that's true yeah so you're saying the constitution should have never changed well no I'm, i don't think that's true i like that you can amend the constitution but maybe these amendments should only stand for a certain amount of time and then they they wash off unless we re-vote to have them put back on 
Oh, but there wouldn't that potentially uh, have you lose the uh, guns? Hmm. Yeah, there's a problem. That you yeah. Lose the oh, I think I, I would imagine you would exempt the Bill of Rights from this. Hmm. I think so, yeah. I don't know. Those are amendments. Hmm. Yeah. Let's read Super Chats because we went a little long. If you haven't already, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends if you haven't already. Go to TimCast.com, become a member. We are going to have a members-only show coming up at 11 p.m., probably with a bunch of updates on this. It's going to get spicy for hmm. sure. And as a member, you're helping support our work with our crazy culture jamming plans. We're going to do some fun stuff. Um, I don't I don't think I'm actually going to hire a thousand people to dress up like syringes and run around in D.C. <laughs> I, maybe that's a good idea, actually. It might be funny. They'd be like, why are all these people doing this? I'm like, I don't know. It's funny. But uh, we're going to do things like that. We're going to do culture jamming as marketing. So let's read some super chats. We got Suomi per, uh, Perkeel. The quartering made a coffee brand. You should support them. Hmm. I don't know. We were uh, talking about launching our coffee shop exclusively selling Krigler coffee. I'm open to Jeremy's coffee, though, if it's good. Let's uh, send me a bag, bro. All right. Let's see what's this. What's this? Louis Cordero says, Tim, I just got great news. I work for a defense contract company in L.A., and they just disbanded the mask, ma- mask mandate. Also, I really think you should check out a band called Havoc and check out their lyrics on the album Conformicide. Hmm. Interesting. Rilo says, Jeremy from The Quartering launched a coffee company called Coffee Brand Coffee. Check it out if you like his content. I am not associated with Jeremy. Ooh, competition, huh? All right. Let's see. Is Jeremy just sending people over here? Apparently. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> a lot of people are mentioning this. Another guy. Yeah, I saw him. several of them. Huh. He's got coffee. Must be great coffee. Huh. Well, all right. Then. Good marketing. All right. All right. No more coffee. No more coffee. Eric Miller says, check out Liberty Doll on YouTube. She covered a story about how NBC and Pennsylvania AG office broke federal law for a story about gun control. Interesting. I would also like to shout out Krigler Coffee, Adam Krigler's coffee brand, which is also stupendously good. The gamer uh, blend particularly, I remember. All right. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, we need not forget that before Twitter, Twitter-ish, Elon was the SpaceX guy, Tesla guy, the boring co guy. The left can radicalize anyone against them. <clears throat> That's right. No, nah, dude, he's an idiot. He's not bright. Yeah, he's not a very right. bright guy. Yeah, he accidentally yeah. made PayPal. Yeah, no, look, look, yeah. like if I was born... Oh, you know the story about that, right? He fell down and it, it, he yeah. dropped PayPal on the ground. On <laughs> yeah. he, he tripped and his credit card fell into the floppy disk drive and yeah. he went, <gasps> and it worked. And it oh, worked, okay. yeah. yeah. yeah lucky, just had all the, it only works if you have a bunch of money on right it. Right place, right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from his parents. <laughs> dude, if I was born in the same circumstances as like Elon Musk and his background, I would have like five times as much money as him. So oh, yeah. You would have been yeah. like five PayPals and Dude. sold them all to each other. Yeah, Exa- yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah, if my dad gave me a small one of a million dollars, I'd have two billion dollars. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh. Trump has like three. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Donovan. Frankly, it's six. Okay. Six billion. He used to have more. Donovan Davis says, Tim, the left are literally the Sith. They misuse and abuse the tools and people around them for their selfish psychopathic ends. The Sith can't hold on, hold on to power, but can only attain it due to their arrogance and craving of power for the sake of power. Does that mean that the right are the Jedi? Well, you know the left took the word Jedi, right? Justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. What? Sounds like a sick And now they have Jedi classes. What? Yep. So these kids go there thinking they're going to get to learn to use the Force, and Uh. instead they're having beliefs forced on them. Oh. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Ola says, Tim, what dates were you in Ukraine? Comments on Azov, Idan, Svoboda, Right Sector, Stephen Bandera, etc. Comment Union House in Odessa as well. 
I was in um, it's all on it's on Vice. If you just look up, you know, the Euro My Dance stuff. I think we were there maybe like around the New Year. I think it was like maybe November of 2013 or something like that. Bandera is interesting. Stepan Bandera, I think, is his name. He was like, I don't know if you considered him a Nazi, but he, he considers himself a Nazi as he, far as I he was, and yeah. he was just like the hardcore nationalist, violent movement during World War II. Was mm-hmm. it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Joseph says you are correct, Tim. I live in rural Minnesota, and even Republican boomers believe this stuff around here. Well, That's right. It, this is what's so bizarre about it, right? Because these news networks cater to a more left-wing audience. When you're looking at CNN and MSNBC, and the boomers are the only people who watch it, but they were the ones who prided themselves on being the nonconformist generation that stood up to authority. They're like, I'm only going to get my news from the authorities. Yeah. I mean, there's boomers on both sides. I mean, there are boomers on both sides, but the boomers on the right are actually like, look at this link I got from conspiracy.blogspot.net that proves that. <laughs> and then they XYZ. click it. It's like a phishing scam. Where's my money go? It's, it's American Patriot Warriors. Website. Dot net. Like, look, this proves it. It's like Trump's going to be president in a week. Look at this, son. Dot website is real. Is it? Yes. Oh my goodness. Dot website. Brian. Let's see, what does it say? Schnur? Demand results, Tim. Elon pays attention and will format subliminal results where it's due. Let's grab the narrative, be relevant. The zombies need a shake. That's why we are planning a bunch. That, you know, I wish we could do everything at once, all this crazy culture jamming stuff, but you can't. You've got to do one thing, wait a month, do one thing, wait a month, do one thing. Because if you did like 10 things in one month, it just wouldn't be effective at all. You'd be like just throwing Spread everything out. at the wall and it wouldn't work. So we've got some plans. Y'all liked the New, the New York, uh, I'm sorry, the Times Square thing we did. We've got some plans um, akin to like hiring a thousand people to dress up like syringes and run around a city. Huh, yes. You know, something like that, but not quite like that. We've got plans. Look, look, there's there's a lot of syringes out in L.A. already. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Well, we dress syringes true. up yeah. as people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, we Elon, just... I want to advise you just to kind of lay off the going after people thing and keep creating stuff. It's amazing he has time for both, huh? I don't know. When he came out and started ragging on the media about Epstein, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy. It's, it's entertaining, but I just mm. I like the stuff you're building. No, and he's, like, he's waking people up. There are probably tons of people who are wait. like, "What's that about?" Yeah, yeah, I know. I just don't want another pariah. Well, since pariah. 2018, he's been talking about something that he called American Pravda, which is where he was wanting to hold the media accountable on his own site. So I think it's just him continuing that idea. Morgan H says, "Hey Tim, looks like Vice is trying to find a buyer. You should make an offer. Ten bucks." Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Too bit, much. Bit high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's like, <laughs> dude. Why? Well, would, if it was Virtue.com, you know, is it, are they really trying to sell? Because, like, <laughs> dude, if they sold, I don't know, nine years dude, if ago, you bought Vice. I would. Yeah, I would right. do it. Talk about seriously. It, yeah. Talk about buying high and selling low. Like Vice is. Are they really talking about selling? They're getting. Probably, it would be them getting Yo, sold. Disney, Disney wrote down their investment to zero dollars oh, for yeah. like half a billion. I mean, it's probably one of those things where you buy them. You go, yeah, you have four hundred million dollars worth of debt now. Enjoy. Yeah, no. have fun. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. It's like they pay you to take it. Yeah, they did. They did take on a bunch of debt recently. So there's uh, several ways you can you can get investment. So I think they took debt, which is like a loan basically. So they owe money. TPG Capital is their biggest owner, forty four percent. Really? Disney and A and E Networks are on the other twenty twenty thereabouts, and then a guy Soros. Owns ten percent uh-huh. Soros fund management. What Does he really? Soros, so oh, Soros buy he is such to, uh, a prankster. That guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the brave sir. Yeah. <laughs> and then Shane Smith though has twenty percent. Zach Snow says just because right, Tim said here comes here come the ones. Ian, here's a twenty. Spin Woo. the UFO. That is what I'm talking <laughs> Did about. Did you see Ian? I bought the air things. Ian's just trying to blow gonna blow on, on it. the UFO. <laughs> I'm gonna move I, this I, I, a do it the old way. Ready? I'm gonna spin you're this. Gonna, thing. You're gonna knock it up. Oh, no, no. Dude, I'm good. 
So I bought the air thing. It's downstairs. Okay, next time we'll bring the air thing. It's the spinning. air thing. Wobbly, the, the wobbly de- board cleaner. Wobbly spin. Wobbly spinning. <laughs> wobbly spinning. Many strange quirks, says Tim. You should get flags for the blimp, Ministry of Truth, and fly it somewhere cool. Fifty-nine-year-old boomer member here that, that appreciates you all. Yeah, so we have the let's go, let's go, uh, Brandon blimp. We could we could do something with the blimp. You see what you see our blimp? No, I haven't seen we have this blimp. huge blimp. What is it like? Twenty feet long. Yeah, and, yeah, I think it is. And we put, oh, you know what? I actually yeah, I we see. put let's go Brandon on the sides and flew it around. Uh, here? Well, we flew we flew it around out here. We just made it because I wanted to um, retroactively make Wikipedia wrong. Uh, <laughs> or, right. right. I'm sorry. Right. Retro. Because they they once wrote that I invented a zeppelin, <laughs> and then it wasn't true, and they wouldn't get rid of it. And then eventually, after a few years, they did. So I decided to actually make the zeppelin so they'd be forced to put it back in. But, and now I did it, but they're still not putting it back in, which is just not fair. But does yeah. that count as inventing a zeppelin? Yes. No. So it was a Zepp- it was a live streaming Zeppelin modification. Oh. Mm. So they're like Tim Pool invented a Zeppelin that could do live streaming from the internet, and mm. so we, we 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 hired a guy and we built one. It's a weird thing for someone to make up about you. Like that doesn't even sound like something a hater would say. It was because we had done dr- I had done I I had done some of the first work in drone journalism. I actually went down with like the the American Drone Coalition government program. Like, where can we set up drone research? And they had no idea what they were doing back in the day when when drone commercial drones started getting released. Like, I'm talking to these guys on Skype from the government. Yeah. And when I was like, think about what someone could put on a drone. And they're like, like what? And I'm like, like something dangerous. Huh. Rainbows. And like, like what? Like a chemical. And they're like, and? And then they fly it into New York. And they're like, oh. <laughs> they're like, sir, are you planning to fly chemicals into New York to rescue? <laughs> no, oh I was God. like, you guys need ways to disable these things within certain perimeters. Like, they just stop. Because people... Like this cheap technology, but um, we ended up doing a bunch of crazy hypotheses and, and theoretical stuff. And one of the ideas was making a Zeppelin, but it was literally like, literally like me talking to a journalist and being like, we have a drone. The drone can live broadcast over the internet. We built that. We hacked it, me and my friends. And I was like, what we want to do is a whole bunch of crazy stuff. We want to be able to send it through mobile next. We want to get like a Zeppelin that could do something similar. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they wrote, Tim Pool invented a Zeppelin. And like, <laughs> I never said that. I was just spitballing <laughs> ideas. Just all it was. Yeah. All right, let's read some more. Colonel Cornelius Cornwall says, Chicken City is awesome, but no posting links. Do we have permission to run a non-affiliated Discord for posting links? Send an email to spin the UFO. I don't know. Um, we have a Wikipedia, we have a wiki, a Chicken City wiki. On like Wikia fandom or something, so yeah, so people can make articles for like Sarah and Roberto and Margaret. Aww. They were partying this morning. Did you hear that? Yeah, probably six a.m. I don't know what the party was all about, but right when they woke up, they were just <laughs> you going know what's funny? at it. I go out there periodically and scold the chickens for not working hard enough and only partying, and then <laughs> it's just funny because it's like you chickens better not be partying out here. You better get back to work. You crazy and kids. And then and then when the chicken party happens, I'm like, "Oh, you chickens." <laughs> well, that's the thrill of it. The audience doesn't actually know that you're in on it. That's right. Oh, I know, yeah. So, I we're, we're we're planning that commercial for Tucker and it's going to be um Did we do we do we say what the t- trailer is going to be already? We did, right? Uh, I don't I know. I do not know. I think we said on the members only. It's going to be that an old old man Withersby is trying to plow out Chicken City to put up a parking lot for his shopping center. And then he's complaining to the city about all the parties. And then the city inspector is like, if these parties keep continuing and these complaints, we're going to have to shut you down. And then we're like, you mean if people give $5, they can help us raise money by feeding the chickens to save Chicken City? And it's going to be. And then, and then at the end, it's like the old man. He's like, these chickens have won. Oh, 
What the heck? And then he throws his cane and starts dancing with the chickens. And then Media Matter says Tim Pool launched a false advertisement campaign fooling people into donating to his pro-chicken charity when it went right into his own pocket. It's not a charity. It's a for-business, for-profit enterprise. <laughs> you're saying, but you're telling the public that this is their chance to save Chicken City. It's fraudulent. Well, it's a movie trailer, though. So we, we, we'd be doing a commercial for oh, our, our... Okay, short, that's our, how you get our, away with your lies. All right, I see. The movie trailer? <laughs> Just like it John Stewart. Like, <laughs> clown nose on, clown nose off. Oh, okay. Yeah, you need a disclaimer things. at the beginning. Yeah, it'll Chicken be a like... City not is not the following movie doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, you give the, the, the law and order disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. <In a> criminal <laughs> yeah. justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. Chicken based offenses. That's Chicken City for you. All right, all right. Let's uh, Let's grab a super chat... Abba, what does it say? A, ba- a basic bro. There you go. Tim, what do you do to unwind? Danny, do your best impression of Ryan. Mm. All right, uh, you- I'm not an impression guy. I don't do impressions. You do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if I can say. do a Ryan. I don't, I don't think I can do a Ryan impression. It would just, it would be smart. Kind of he's like just this. like, he's just kind of like, he's kind of like raspy, but that's not, yeah, doesn't sound like, like it. Like, not, I can do like, that's what would be yeah, my yeah, kind exactly. of person. It would be raspy, but it's not really an impression. He talks like this and Ryan Long. It's kind of raspy, but he, his voice only kind of goes down when he talks a little bit, you know? He talks like this a little bit. Yeah, but it's like, it's hard to get the, it's a very unique sound. It's like a very unique sound. So, uh, to unwind. I don't know if I do unwind. You never unwind. So never here's, here's, how, here's how my day goes. I, I woke up today at 6.30 a.m. And then, you know, just morning routine stuff. You, you, you know, pluck your nose hairs and <laughs> yeah. cut your face. What? And then I started reading the news. I, start, I, I read the news as soon as I wake up. Today I woke up at 6.30 because I wake up with the sun. What's your news? Where do you go? Twitter, Twitter right away? Yeah, Twitter. So my Twitter is a lot of the major news outlets and then other, you know, political individuals. So then around like... I don't know, 7.30, I'm drinking coffee and I'm reading the news. I record my first segment at 9. Then I read more news and stuff like that. Talk with the newsroom. We're dealing with paperwork and stuff and building stuff, business stuff. Then I record again at noon. Then I record again at, um, I think I recorded at 2. Then I skated for about an hour and a half or so. I posted that on Instagram. Then I made a keto grilled cheese. Yes, it was a uh, almond and walnut flour with oh. egg and, and then you you know microwave it. And then, and then uh, we did we came to do this show. Nice. So, uh, and then on the weekends, I just sit there staring at the wall, frustrated, shaking, like, I need to make does, more videos. Yeah. No, do, he do do, that's not true. It's up? a much more blank stare I than that. I kind of want to do yeah. a show on the weekend. Do you? I used to do shows on the weekend. No, but I like a, another, I had no time stopped, to do any yeah. other work. Something. I Like this last weekend, I was like, man, I want to create something. Well, go do stuff. No. The we, issue was we, that. I mean, good. Take something up. Seriously. I used to have painting or something. I think for three years, zero days off, working every single day of the week. And the problem was I didn't have time for any other business development. I couldn't go to the bank, couldn't do paperwork, couldn't plan stuff. And I was like, I got I to yeah. take weekends off, man. Um, and now weekends are just kind of boring. But I guess, you know, just skate. The whole, like, weekend, weekday thing is kind of antiquated, too. Like, what's the difference? Every day There's is no day. news on Saturday. So Saturdays are extremely difficult to produce for because nobody works. But that's that's what confuses me. Why does no one work? Why have we decided as a society that Monday through Friday we work, Saturday and Sunday we don't? And we'll change the way we describe the days. I mean, as weekends. You, you could like, do Wednesday is, to Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday yeah, just become well. Saturday it's because and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday are both the Sabbath, mm. so it's a religious. Literally, thing. they're both yeah, the Sabbath, yeah. depending on which which, which, which religion. Mm. And you're supposed to rest. You are supposed to. Is that it? Right. Spend time with you rest the Lord's Day and the Sabbath. Yeah. So yes, basically, basically. Yeah. But also, I think there's there's also just value in general about having 
time off for people, you know? Yeah, yeah clear the mind. Yeah. We got a good one here. This is Adam Gray he says, Senate election needs to go back to the state legislature appointment. That is a check and balance on the Supreme Court we lost when it was made to be popular vote. Agreed. What is that, the 17th? You want to look up the 17th Amendment? Yeah. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look, let's look up the 17th Amendment. I think amendment. it's the 17th Amendment, and I want to make sure real quick. You have it? Yeah, popular election of senators. Abolish it. Oh. Repeal it. One of the weirdest things about America is that you guys vote for judges here. Oh, yeah. That's so strange to me. Well, well yeah, you, what do you Canadians do? They're like Throw lawyers. Throw truckers in jail. Uh, like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I love America, but like they're not always lawyers, right? Like the judges? Could, yeah. Like ju- judges always, yeah. here, they can just, you just kind of. 99% they're lawyers. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but they're not always lawyers. Sometimes like, they're not, and you're like, what was that about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. I, so, dude, like, in Canada, at least, they're always lawyers. I don't know, man. I don't trust a lawyer to decide a case. I mean. Yeah, that seems, but in a judge sense. I mean, I guess Jerry Springer, is he a lawyer? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Let me look He's not a right. judge, though. Eric Nielsen says homeschooling is possible. Waldorf Essentials and Season of Seven Virtual School is empowering parents to take charge of their kids' education. Very cool. Nay Slayer says Louisiana has a trigger law making abortion illegal immediately upon Roe being overturned. Amazing. And I said it, but I'll say it again. Right now, there are probably states being like, we can enact a total outright ban because we know we're going to win in two months. So just do it. Just oh, there'll be now. probably a bunch of them tomorrow morning. Yep. They might, they're probably like, we have trigger laws, but uh, let's just do it now. Yeah. They'll get sued and that's it. It's over. But I imagine what will happen is there's going to be more lawsuits and more challenges in different ways that will end up going to the Supreme Court. And if the court changes by one vote, there you go. One vote. All right. True Binnes says, and decentralization begins. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. What is this one? Can I read this one? Ricky says, make abortion legal, but anytime a woman gets pregnant, an attorney will be appointed to the fetus. Someone needs to stand for those who can't stand. That would be interesting because hmm. that would just prevent all abortions. Yeah. I mean, how can you give the death penalty to someone who hasn't done anything? I just want to see that lawyer goes, your honor, my client just threw up <laughs> inside the womb. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Well, I guess oh, no. I guess what's their Your honor, my client doesn't want to die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Or the defendant. My, my, I guess they're not alive at that point. You have to my, sue the fetus inside you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm suing you to get out of my body. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. All right, let's go. Bernie Katzroy, what? Smacky Frog, that killed me. Which one? Smacky Frog. You are a handmaid. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you're a handmaid, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. We got to write that. Yeah, yeah, can we get someone to write that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll text it to you. Shannon. What did you, Harry Handmaid? <laughs> I like that. Harry Handmaid in the show. Stone's Tail or something like that. Yeah, the Stone's Tail. You're a handmaid, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a woman named Harry, or what? <laughs> oh know. my gosh! All right, all right. Name is of Harry. What was I going to read? Bernie Katzroy says, Tim, along with classic American literature like Mark Twain's works, I will always be saddened that the same was done to the Laura Ingalls Wilder. Award those little house books many of us grew up on. Interesting. I'm not familiar. I don't know much about that. Nash McGraw says, compromise. The right gives up the death penalty. The left gives up abortion. Pro-life across the board. Hey, how about that? No killing. Everyone's vegan. No. No. (laughs) Then then why do you have slave prisoners in that chicken coop who you force to make money for you? You force them into labor and profit off their exploitation. I've told you this already, Seamus. There is a pandemic right now. And I am keeping them safe in that pen 
from the pandemic that they're not allowed to leave from. I didn't see one chicken in a mask. Oh, wow. Try again. You're right. Well, you know, they don't have to wear masks, but there really is a chicken pandemic going on. I know. That's kind <laughs> of crazy. Keep I heard about this. So in exchange for that safety, you know, they just got to do as they're told. Yeah. With the bird and, flu? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's killing all the chickens. Organic so, um, you know, these chickens just, it's, it's, you know, 15 days as low the spread started January of 2021. And, uh, just gotta keep going until the cases go down, but they've only gotten worse. So how would, I'm curious how that would be transmitted to the chickens that you have, like a chicken from another, another chicken city runs on over and he coughs on one of your chickens. Well, we bought chickens. Or they and go so we, we eating before 8 p.m. Um, without their masks yeah, like what know. how would a chicken what happens is if you get the chickens wet after midnight it's true then <laughs> that's what does it yeah don't feed them no matter how much they ask you <laughs> no. The, no i'm curious i'm actually genuinely curious about that how does that sp- how could that I, spread to your if chickens? They're eating standing if they up. come in contact with other chickens or yeah. chicken poop or anything like that jet yeah. stream so you're probably I think COVID so was spreading through the jet stream or you're probably pretty safe yeah, yeah. but uh, we bought chickens so they had to be quarantined oh i get what you're saying yeah, yeah. all right baron of gray matter says the leaking of this decision could be construed as an insurrection because it incites violence against the government. These are dangerous times. I don't think so, but I see what you're saying. You're a handmaid, Harry. <laughs> now get to work. <laughs> so good. Yo, I can't believe that's crazy. People reporting Ooh. on this. Just Roe v. Wade. Wow. Oh, wow. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, wow, Seamus. Yes, maybe a bit louder, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I was very happy when I was yelling about. <laughs> what was that? Wade Someone had a funny one, but it just disappeared. Did it you said, say bro v. Wade earlier? Bro, bro, v. Wade. bro <laughs> v. Wade. Oh, my God. There's a gosh. joke in there somewhere. There is a joke in there. So. It's about like all the bro choicers who are like, yeah, I care about yeah. women's rights. And it's like literally exactly. just like wanting consequence free sexual access. Male all right. Waffle Sensei says, the left argues the 14th Amendment prevents the government from intervening in a woman's personal life. And choices, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and the baby is property. The right says the baby has human rights, so the left pretends babies aren't human. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's the problem with the whole argument with the left is that, you know, like, I think it was Vosh we had here because we rarely have leftists, and he said, when he was asked, I think Charlie Kirk asked him, when is a, when is a baby like alive? He said, I don't know, sometime after birth. And it's just like, come on. What? Like, there are babies that can be born at like, 21 weeks? Yeah, yeah. That, that can survive. I asked this question of Vosh on Twitter. It's funny how like so many of these lefties just lose their minds and they're a waste of time to interact with. But with Vosh, I asked him if there was a procedure where a baby at any stage, a fetus, could be taken out and implanted in a faux womb. Do you think that should be mandated for all, all you know, pregnancy terminations or do you think it doesn't matter? And then he said, I think his answer was something was like it would have to be up to the mother to decide or something like that. It would be her choice. And then I asked him if a woman is punched in the stomach by a man. And she's pregnant, but miscarries because of it. Should there be enhanced penalties because of the baby's death? Or, uh, and if there are, should the charges be as the baby, the baby is the victim or the, or the mother is the victim? Or should there be no additional charges at all? And then he responded with the law has to be consistent and there would be additional charges or whatever, which didn't really answer the question. But my point was, if you want additional charges for punching a pregnant woman, what are, what are those charges stemming from? The rights of the baby, like the baby was attacked and harmed, or the rights of the woman, because the pregnancy is something special to her that you took away from her as property. I think it's the rights of the woman, personally. Then the rights of the woman, then it wouldn't matter that she miscarried. Of course not. Unless you consider the baby to be her property. In that case, her property was damaged. You know what gets me is like, I have no responsibility to keep you alive, Seamus. Like, Mm -hmm. that's your job. And Mm -hmm. my job is to keep myself alive. So why is it these little babies are born and people feel like they have a a duty or a right to keep, like they have a, 
to keep it alive. If no one well, wants it alive, die. yeah. Also, because like you're it, not my parent, but a parent does have a responsibility if, if, to if, care for their child. If there is no parent, or if the parent doesn't want it for whatever, I guess if that doesn't okay. want it is kind of what were you going to say? Uh, if a parent has a child they don't want, and they say just kick the kid out of the house, they go to prison. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to give it up for adoption. Yeah, yes. but you, but you can literally take a baby and put it on the doorstep of a police station right. and walk away. Fire department, yeah. Fire departments. Mm-hmm. You think, can't take someone else's baby and put them on no, the, the do doorstep that, of a police station. Hold <laughs> no, on, just so, so everybody knows. Could give birth that. and then put the baby on a fire department. This is the leave? crazy thing when you hear these stories about you know prom night dumpster babies. The the woman, will, will, like in many instances, have, has given birth and then just throws the baby in a dumpster and it's like, dude, you can walk to a fire department and just knock and put the baby there and it's legal. You're allowed to do it. For it. As yeah. long as someone sees it. No, no, no. You just like you, you put then, the baby there. Then what responsibility does the fire department have of keeping that thing alive? No, it's not a, a bunch of alive. firefighters raising the baby. <laughs> 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 what what kind of sitcom do you think this is going to become? No, it's they go find a home for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea for a sketch. Oh my god, god. The firefighters! The firefighters! Oh hey, I guess uh, we're raising this baby, huh? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> You gotta do a movie trailer sketch about that. Oh <laughs> my! Twelve gosh. firefighters, one baby. Oh How is this legal? Oh <laughs> and then it's hey, like, does anybody know how to change a diaper? <laughs> and then it's like clean it, not with the fire hose, not with the fire hose. <laughs> it's like they thought the only emergencies they could be dealing with were fires. <laughs> and then he's like, cook. we got a level six stinker over here. <laughs> and then they're like, and then, it, and then, but then it gets heartwarming where it's like oh he's re- the kid's like seven and they're reading the book. And they're like, how to be a fireman. They're reading like the, the instruction, instruction manual. manual yeah. 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 He's like, he becomes a little psycho who plays with mass- matches. He's like, no, 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 no. He sees fire missed. all the time. It has to end with like. That's the one where they got to deal with the end of the movie is an epilogue where it's like 20 years later and the kid's just like 6'3", super ripped and like a heroic firefighter. No, I was going to say. he's like, this is a story about how saving a life is important. Well, this actually sounds more like a story about a superhero firefighter. And then we hear his backstory. Backstory. Is that it's awesome. Raised, raised oh yeah, it'll be like it'll start with him explaining, like, how did you come to be? Yeah, he's narrator. He's the narrator. <laughs> it's like, well, I'll start a, a reveal on prom night. <laughs> Roe v. <laughs> was repealed. <laughs> yeah, the woman had, had no, no choice. other choice. <laughs> All right, we have a lot of funny super chats, but we'll just read a, we'll read one more because we're going along. We gotta get this to members only. All right, Carlos Toro says, Tim, how could those Supreme Court votes been so straight? As far as we remember, one of them couldn't define what a woman was. Hmm. She might be voting on men's abortion since they menstruate as well. That's It'd be true. funny if yeah. Katanji voted in favor and like Roberts voted, ag- uh, uh, he voted for <laughs> Roe v. Wade and she voted against it because she was confused and didn't know what a woman was. <laughs> so it was like, it was supposed to be made upheld, but she didn't know what a woman was. So she was like, men's rights. You know, I was told by a number of left wingers that if men could get pregnant, we wouldn't even be debating abortion. Uh, men yeah, can get pregnant. Yeah, get with the times, uh, menstruation. Come on. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you haven't already smashed that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with all of your friends. Tell them, guys, this is the best show. You should watch it because that really helps. We have spent zero dollars marketing this show. Woo. What's up? The final super chat. Wait, where do you guys think firefighters come from? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's we only it. have firefighters because women give up their that's babies. In the, that's why we do it. That's why we do it. What is that name, by the way? I don't want to steal their joke without giving their it's name. It's just a bunch of random letters. CJ. All right. That's smash the like button. Head over to TimCast.com. <laughs> become a member. We're going to have that members-only show coming up at 11 p.m. But if you want to support us doing our strange culture jamming plans, wait till you see what we got in store. If you like the Times Square billboard, we got more coming. And boy, are we going to get some people all rustled up. So 
Smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends, like I said. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me at Timcast Danny. Uh, at Danny Jokes everywhere. Tomorrow night on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Danny Paulschuk. It's 9 p.m. low value mail. It's a call-in show. Anybody who's watching can call in. It's a fun time. And then Friday, uh, the boys cast with Ryan Long, new Woo. episode. I am Seamus Coughlin. I got a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We upload a new cartoon every single week. I just got a bunch of ideas for some new cartoons. <laughs> yeah. So check Please out do that the channel, subscribe, yes. hit the notification bell. <laughs> when people go to Low Value Mail, where is it? Uh, they can just, if they type in Low Value Mail, M-A-I-L, or it's just on my YouTube, youtube.com slash my name, Danny Paul. And then the call in, is that all there? Like all the info? Yeah, 9 p.m. you'll see it. It's, uh, you can just call, once the phone line's open, you can call in. Uh, it's, I bill it as like a bad advice show, but we yes. can talk about whatever. It's, it's fun. I give really bad advice i give some good <laughs> advice sometimes and uh but it's just a fun time i want to give a special shout out to everyone out in chat that was rolling 20s for me all night i saw Ooh. tons of 20s in the chat tonight and i'm looking for tw- 20 more of them tomorrow so i love you all and i'll see you later so tim said that we haven't done any marketing and i don't think that's entirely true because all evening i've been getting i don't know if you guys are familiar with iFunny. i'm sure some of you guys are on there it tends to be conservative but they have a lot of memes and a lot of our titles from our clips are going viral on iFunny. so he's just sending me these screenshots i'm like well, that's not that's paid marketing weird. it's not paid marketing it's correct yeah. but it is a form of marketing which i love no, no, the no, viral we've, marketing not paid we've not spent any money on marketing for this show right it's but, all uh, that will change. It's all grassroots, which I really love. I think that's even cooler than actually. I, I remember the, like several people being like, "So you know, to get to this point, like, how much did you have to spend in marketing?" And I was like, "Nothing." Zero. And they were like, "Wait, what?" I was like, well, "We didn't spend any money." And they were like, "You mean that your channel's organic?" Yeah, all of it. And I was like, "Yeah, it's all organic." And they were like, whoa. That's kind of thing about one of the things about YouTube that really is great is that its marketing is built into the system itself. So, like, it will propagate you to the top if your stuff is good and yeah, does well. No, bro. Well, not most, all the time. Most most shows are marketing. Yeah. Even even yeah. PewDiePie would complain about the YouTube algorithm, and the algorithm is really yeah. a question. Anyway, you all guys right. can follow me at Sarah Patchett's on Minds.com and uh, Twitter, and I will see you all later. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. And while you're waiting, head over to Chicken City and watch some sleeping chickens. Just go to chickencitylive.com and you'll see that live stream right there. And they're all just peacefully slumbering. And then at 11 p.m. we'll publish that members only. And we'll see y'all there. Bye, guys. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 